0: It is normal in the comic book industry for fans, retailers, publishers to pontificate about the state of comics. And when that happens, these days at least, everybody reacts because we all know, we all feel that there is something wrong. It's in the air. We can smell it. We can taste it. Almost. Some of us can smell it. Well, Marco is smellless right now. And we knew he was tasteless before, but. <laughs> Damn. Right for the jugular. Um, wow. And uh, today is another day where we are looking at several pontificators about the industry that is comics, who, while well, some of them at least, are very doom and gloom about the industry. We are also going to pontificate today. And some of us might be a little doom and gloom. I'll t- I'll take that.
1: Yeah, I don't mind. I'll take that position.
0: And I, I and I want to make that clear up front because there's a lot to unpack. This is going to be, you know, a, a doozy and if you like the larger industry conversations, this is definitely an episode for you. So, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. We've got a full house of pals. Hopefully, we've got a full house in the chat. Let's hit the like button as we uh, as we get things started.
2: Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of green names in the chat. That's nice to see. Walk yes. In.
0: Love the green names. All right. Let's hit it. So, ICV2, which is a website that publishes articles about you know, a variety of things, board games, card games, comics, etc. They had a guest column by Phil Boyle, who is the owner of Coliseum of Comics. Uh, that's a chain of stores. It's the largest comics and games retailer in the Southeast. And Phil had some things to say about the state of the industry, some very choice words for Marvel and DC and some grim Uh, prophecies for the future and the near imminent death of comics if serious action is not taken this is one of those times where you have a guy who's been doing this for a long time that takes a look at where things are at on the front line as a retailer and says whoa we have to talk so let's talk I'm going to let him talk actually I'm going to speak For him so i'm going to read some of his words and and i'm going to do a lot of reading for the earlier portions of this conversation as we dive in because there are a lot of angles and a lot of perspectives so here we go it's nearly 2024 and i'm more than concerned marvel and dc you blew it or maybe you just succeeded in your plan to kill off an american art form of which you've been able to steward, if, which you've been the stewards of for 80 years. It's baffling that something so prolific was ushered to the chopping block and executed. Strong accusation? No. Just the unvarnished truth as new comic sales find new lows. So automatically we're dealing with a dramatic person. And that's fun. I like to read dramatic person's words. They're fun to read. I also want to say that now Phil is going to say some things that... uh people might not like. That might make people uncomfortable. And we're going to debate whether we agree with them or not. We probably don't. In- incendiary? Um, yes, there you go. He's going to make some incendiary yeah, comments. Any slurs in here? For what sil- is going on? He said pontificate first. I was trying to match it with four syllables. So. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. No slurs. No slurs. Uh, worse, you've gutted an army passionate of passionate retailers who've worked in this biz for decades For close to poverty wages in many cases. To put such a system of advocates in every state and major city in America and around the world would cost a fortune. But it happened organically to your benefit. And in gratitude, you've strip-mined what little profit there was in favor of short-term goals and chasing corporate bonuses. We, the retailers cultivated the fan base the same way the underappreciated creators created the precious IPs that have made their parent companies obscene amounts of money. It was a biosystem of fans feeding off the Wednesday excitement, eager to spend money on not only the comics that drew them in, but the T-shirts, lunch boxes, and mouse pads with Spider-Man or Batman on them. Fans, retailers, and creators have all suffered under the recent corporate mandates. Where did it go off the rails? Along the way, the immediate sale and false bolstering of numbers through variant covers, convoluted events, and incessant reboosts left the considerations of the fans behind. Character swapping, gender bending, and changing sexual orientation of beloved characters fell flat with the Wednesday Warriors who supported the industry for decades. The crowning new readers... The crowd of new readers, the changes were meant to attract, didn't translate to one-to-one swap, leaving a declining customer base. I'm going to stop with Phil right there because everything he said so far, obviously, it's a mouthful. The last part is something that people have really connected to. Let's mm-hmm. get that t- dealt with now. Let's yeah. get it dealt with now. Go ahead.
1: You had me in the first half. I'm not going to lie. I know. I know. You lost. You lost me where you started talking about mouse pads because I said, "Well, I mean, it's 2023. Who needs a mouse pad?" Yeah, they, um, yeah. That's and how then
2: mice work anymore. Use the mouse pad. <laughs> um, which part do you want to tackle, Sean? Because there, so, there's there's two parts here. It's the convoluted events, covers, and all that, which I think is the first half that Cal mentioned.
1: Well, I. I mean, I was even talking broadly, sure, uh, okay, uh, yeah. much, you know, much further, and yeah. even up to that point, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah that
0: that's not that's not a hot button issue. What's a hot button issue is the character swapping, yeah. gender bending, and sexual orientation of beloved characters. Uh, I think that's um,
3: conflating poor overall performance with books to and, and ascribing it to a uh, a choice for diversity. I think I think there's a disconnect there. Um, I think those books might sell less because less people will pick it up. Uh, outside of normal books, it's already expensive. I think there are other considerations here for why those books might not do well. But inherently having a small population of those books, I don't think it does damage to the larger industry. Like we I think I think we'd agree that there's uh, there would be less of those characters around Uh, compared to the total number of comics i don't know that that would necessarily have the same effect negative towards the industry that this person proposes um if it did at all which i don't think it
2: does necessarily yeah looking at it from a top-down perspective like that didn't happen enough where it's like oh it's gonna affect the whole comic book industry like like sexual orientation swap was alan scott and iceman i'm sorry those guys weren't really selling books originally or even had books you know so it seems like a weird thing to complain about which is more of like a it's a self-report really to complain about that um and the the whole like gender bending and character swapping it's like they, they still existed outside of mm. those characters like thor was still around you know Whitecap was still around um actually white cap sounds like an interesting mutant name um so it's mm. not like the books didn't exist
1: and by all accounts those runs Still did fairly well, though specifically.
2: Yeah. like Sam Wilson, you know, Captain America, I think did pretty well when it was like Rick Remender, and I think it was Imminent on art as well. I mean, yeah, it's a freaking team right there, so like you can't – it's more of a creative thing.
1: Well, and then Jane Foster Thor with Jason Aaron yeah. and um, uh, that guy. Daughterman,
2: yes. Yep. Mm. And that was an organic continuation of the story. So it's mm. not like that when that he wasn't even really like – those, you know, those those liberals are, you know, putting their stuff in my books. So I don't know. So I was with him. And then this happened. I'm like, oh, there it is.
1: Oh, did you see what I just
0: saw? Yes, absolutely. Go ahead. <laughs> I said, uh, turn the mouse pad. Okay. <laughs> oh, was I was getting into Alex Jones? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Someone, uh, someone, someone in the chat I'll make made it. that beautiful comment. Um, Look. I'm going to say something that I think, you know, is controversial. Um in his world he's correct. In the sense that you're talking about a guy who is a right-wing guy who runs a chain of stores in the south, what to say, the southeast, okay? So Florida, right? Um and he's old and his his clientele's probably old, so when he says, um, uh, that these characters, the changes and everything else fell flat with the Wednesday Warriors who supported the industry for decades, he's not wrong when he talks about his own people. Sure. And I have said this, most people have said it, and but people don't want to accept it. The people who have supported this industry since day one, a lot of them, not all of them, not anywhere close to all of them but a lot of them feel like this and they have left or they have become comics game or whatever that's a separate rot that is a separate rot but it is it is a thing yes when people saw uh cap replaced thor replaced wolverine replaced they were mad but make no mistake 10 years ago people were pissed off so what he's saying is not not true it's just not representative of everybody that reads comics. But I don't agree, despite that, that what he is complaining about is a is an actual problem. I'm not mm. saying that I think that I, that I agree with this.
2: So there was a, a shop near me that closed down uh, and they're, they're closing down again. The, the, the new owners just announced that they're closing in a month mm. um, where it was there was a lot of this sentiment in that shop. And a lot of complaining about it from people who work there, mm-hmm. um, which then just bred a, a, a vibe of negativity throughout. And then it's just like, all right, well, then they're not going to buy the books if you're not selling it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you, if you the person there, are also feeding that negativity, then, then you're not going to sell anything, um, which I've, I've seen multiple stores kind of have that vibe to it. Um, so I'm not going to blame it on the dude for not selling the books correctly, even if he didn't agree with it. But, uh, you know.
1: I mean, if it's your job to sell the comics, exactly, you're not yeah. doing a great job. Yeah <laughs> catering to the audience, but... Yeah, so I guess he did say something about... um, Oh, and I had that article pulled up here. Something about not um, attracting new readers that didn't translate. Yeah. Um, and that sort i'm not wholly saying you know i agree with this point but there i do see that reflected in stuff like um the controversy around america chavez you know um there was a lot of uh, big push you know um from outside sources for that and a lot of commentary from you know the peanut gallery But, you know, by all accounts, the book wasn't that great. And also, it didn't seem like anybody bought it. You know, so the audience they Marvel
0: was trying to attract didn't come. I personally think that there are aspects of these things that have at least felt like pandering. And America Chavez is 100% one of them. I actually happen to really like that character. I'm strictly talking about the way that she was promoted and presented. Um, and the way the yeah. book was was written, quite frankly. Um so is that the case every time? No, absolutely not. I don't think that I don't think that Marvel had an agenda at in 2013 or whenever that was when they made a lot of those swaps. Oh, uh yeah. when I've heard Rick Remender talk about it, he said it was an organic thing that just happened to happen. I don't believe he's lying. Um but did it work in the sense that it brought on new readers who all came for uh x23 as Wolverine no I mean I don't I just don't think that we can argue about that um there he made some more points so he has a he has a list of eight things that he thinks uh will save the market check them twice Marvel and DC have strip mined the comic industry for the better part of a decade, putting no money into the market that sustained them for years. An investment is needed by those who lived off the equity for years. If you want a market in two years, yes, two years tops, then the time to invest is now. What we need to revitalize this market: one, three ninety nine comics. I would say two ninety nine, but we have increased rents, labor, and insurance costs to cover. Four ninety nine is a non starter with too many fans. Anybody disagree with that? Hell no,
2: no. I mean, Even... I, I would go so far as to say that there is reasons for increased rents and labor, but never mind. We don't need to go into that. Yeah,
1: I paid 40 uh, forty pound to go see Captain Marvel today.
3: Forty pounds?
1: Yeah, bro, oh, you did the matinee. It was a, it literally. I saw it today at eleven o'clock damn that's two tickets a thing of it no don't thumbs that up come on
2: <laughs> kale i know how to turn that off if you if you want me to guide you <laughs> don't to do it. That. i do want don't that do it. Yeah. No, don't do it. I, I love um, to see him struggle um
1: uh and that was two tickets a thing of popcorn and one drink Is that the sounds- equivalent
0: of forty dollars by the way no, i would
1: uh, just think about it imagine you're paying forty currency for a movie a thing of popcorn and a drink. I do like, that every single nuts. time I go.
2: Yeah. That's it, n- it, it nuts. It's more expensive $50. here, honestly. <laughs> you go $50. It, like, yeah. Which is, I mean, even 40 is too much.
0: But you know, we're talking about we're talking about comics, and I think most people would say that when you, you know, that if it's a bad hit. The 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 four ninety nine is a bad hit. It's just rough. I mean four ninety nine if you're lucky.
2: Think think yeah. of that in terms of like I mean Kale was mentioning movies, but like in terms of investment of time and fun for the money. You're paying a quarter of it for a movie is what? Two hours on average. And how long does it take to read a comic? Maybe five to ten minutes, depending on what you're doing.
1: I genuinely thought this week. Uh since Sean was gonna be gone while uh while after Tyler read the credits on Powell's polls, I was gonna say, Oh, and this book costs so and so. Just because like it's gotta be a metric.
0: Yeah. 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 By which Uh, we judge the books now.
3: Yeah. I I I, I don't think and and we've mentioned this or rather we've had a conversation before and even the chat has kind of pushed back on four ninety nine. Um, they would much rather save the five bucks and just not buy a book
0: yeah point, point number two fewer, fewer covers I know this will get some pushback from every corner but without a focus it's all about the value of the covers and not what's between them max of two covers while you're at it give us a book to give us a hook to sell not just another convention commission piece with no indication of what's inside the comic it covers
2: uh, thank you to Flo Dameron by the way for the uh, super chat uh, he said the comic prices are too damn high you're you damn right, Jimmy Thank McMillan. So much. There, first person I voted for. Appreciate it. Um, uh, I
1: I agree with that point. Both flows and this guy's
2: <laughs> Sean. When you were telling me about the cardstock covers that you have to sift through at Midtown, uh, that blew my mind. Because, like like when I when I get the images for the palace bowls, um sometimes it will say you know one by eighteen or like it's the ratio of how many you need to get to get this cover. Um, Cardstock cover. And I didn't really think anything of it. I didn't notice the price differences for covers. That is mind boggling to me as somebody he used to collect,
0: you know, physically. Well, DC's gotten bad with it too. Yeah. Really bad. Oh. And
1: then, well, and then you've got Dynamite, who, you know, if you look at some comic book websites to see what's coming out, they've got covers, you know, that cover the whole alphabet and then do it again.
2: Half of them are cosplay Um, covers too. Well, I think about that part
3: of me. <laughs> I think some people do come for the covers. having fewer of them. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, us as consumers will probably pick out one. Uh, I, I think having fewer on the stands, uh, I think it's a way to artificially boost their numbers. So I wonder how how much having covers necessitates selling comics that makes sense
0: okay all right so let's let's for the sake of this part let's breeze through it a little bit because all those questions are going to be addressed and we're going to read from other people who have things to say about that stuff too so uh editors who are editors too many stories are lacking and agenda driven or lackluster and agenda driven too many covers are con sketch drivel with no sales point and too much interior art is amateurish very harsh That's that's harsh. Uh, I don't want to say I agree with that. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't either. Uh, That that point kind of sucks. The characters are iconic for a reason. The movies never got traction until they leaned into what made the characters decade long successes. Change is good for story, but inevitably you need to touch base. And with what brought them gender swaps, sexual orientation changes and outright changes to who is in the suit are short term headline grabbers but without long-term sales with very few exceptions. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's, I guess there's some truth to that. Although I would say new characters in general are not uh, really succeeding. And that's a separate issue. So how much that specifically has to do with the race um, or gender that's, you know, but new characters are not doing well. I don't Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Yeah. uh, limited. Oh, I'm sorry, tell stories without proselytizing. I've beat this drum for a decade and more, but here we are chasing away a large portion of our customer base with every new tale as they want entertainment, not a serialized sermon. Come on, my man, my man forgot what a story is. Cat punches Nazis. You know, we've seen there's so many. Come on, what this guy was reading X
2: Men just because it looked cool.
0: <laughs> yeah aggressively relaxing that is oh man are you guys reading a new nazi manifesto no no we're not we're reading the words of a comic book store owner named phil boyle who is you know feeling like comics are in a dire situation uh limited new characters fresh blood is good But it's become obvious that characters aren't organic to stories. They're shoehorned in for a bump in sales. Dance with who brung you, as the saying goes. I'd ask for a minimum advertised price, but we're not in that world anymore. You made deals with the devil, which is also on you. What does that mean? What is he talking about? A minimum advertised price in comics is a reference to the fact that there is no bottom limit on how much a comic can be sold for within the confines of the industry therefore online retailers can put things on sale for any amount off and brick and mortar cannot compete so he is suggesting that there should be a a bottom limit on what a comic can sell for <clears throat> you mean at
3: at discount
0: or yes like oh, okay, okay. what like if if you're buying you know floppies or whatever you know and you're buying them from uh DCBS, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, "Hey, DCBS can't undercut me by a dollar, because they're who would ever buy from me?"
2: Right, right, okay. It's like when I buy it on like in stock trades for you know Omnibus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's things are forty percent
0: off. You know, yeah. Comic Boom says the comics beat wrote a rebuttal to Boyle as well from another more optimistic retailer exactly which is why I'm sort of trying to get through this because there's a everybody's been talking about this article and I want to make this point very clear whether or not you agree or disagree that comics are on the verge of collapse there's a problem and there's been a problem for a long time comics pals are solve it yeah right COVID seemed like it helped the problem whenever people started to get their stimulus checks and had expendable cash. And all of a sudden there was this great infusion of money into comics. And so prices went up. And so now we have those same prices. That's why we breezed by, uh, uh, four 99. And now, you know, we're, we're even accelerating past it because there was so much money in, in the industry. And now that money is sucked out. And buyers are sucked out, but the prices have stayed the same. So that's a major issue that we're facing right now. Uh, And here's the the last point that that, uh, Boyle makes. Here's the big one. Discount and shipping. Marvel and DC screwed this market. So if you want to continue to have people dumb enough to labor 60 hours a week for poverty wages to sell and advocate for your precious IPs, you need to invest in that market. You strip mined all the cash out of the direct market and retailers are bleeding from the bone. We need your investment or this market goes away. No, you can't just sell online as the minimum production costs won't be met with online only. Investment means putting books on stands as at a cost to you, not the people with the highest per cost per issue cost. And the final thing he said, actual plan, set a minimum for each title by store. Every issue over that minimum is sold to brick-and-mortar retailers for $0.60. This puts books on stands, minimizes costs to retailers, and helps print runs. What he is suggesting is that every store has to order an X amount of Batman. Every store that does that gets every order of Batman past that threshold at $0.60 per issue. That's tough.
1: For Batman, though, like... I think that's a title. I could take it.
3: Well, but it's tough because they have to calculate that every time, every month per issue. Like that's gonna, the retailer to hmm. send over to the publisher. They, they already do... do it. Well, right now they, you, you're going to send, I, I only need X x amount, right? But if they're going to set a minimum on the publisher end, and, and if we're going to talk about this more, we can, we can wait. No, you're good. Good. Go for um, it. But if they're going to set a minimum, it has to be by store, not outright, whatever the pub- the the publisher distributor says. So previously it was a minimum for Batman. I need x x dollars. Now it's hey actually anyone comics needs x number minimum. Uh, everyone comics needs x number minimum. Oh the one over here on Astoria Boulevard needs x number minimum, and then that that slows process down, and probably makes it a bit more expensive for certain stores because they have different minimums cuz they have different
0: uh they have different populations of store. But it's all all it's suggesting is that you order a minimum to get into that bonus. So if you would only order 10 copies of Batman and 15 is the threshold, then you have to make that decision for your store. Do I have enough Buyers of Batman to justify me ordering the extra copies to get the rest for sixty cents. Can I move these? And if the answer is no for you, then you would order what you would normally order, and nothing would change. Mm-hmm. But if if I'm going to take a risk, if I'm a retailer, right, and I'm going to take a risk on Marvel Unleashed, which is the new pet book that's really great, uh, by Kyle Starks, if you say to me, hey. Order fifteen of these. Take a chance, and everyone you order after that, will give it to you for sixty cents. Can you move this with your with your store, uh, with your with your uh purchasers? Can you move this mm. with your clientele? Okay. Incentivize them, right? Sure. Okay, yeah. shit, I'll give it a shot. I'm not saying that that's the answer, but it's one of the only things I've ever read about a solution in comics that I've gone, huh? I'd like to hear more about that. I'd like to hear someone yeah. smarter than me say why this cannot work mm-hmm. because it makes sense.
1: And, and as for your concerns, Marco, I think technology is good enough to cover a lot of that, especially from Disney and the WB.
3: Uh, I, I've seen on the retailer and people are still, you know, here's my, here's my chart. This book sold, you know, I don't know how, Easy that it is from a a, a POS standpoint. But, yeah,
2: P- the POS is a problem, especially when it comes to the multiple distributors and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, but, but,
3: that, but, that is, but that that aside, I think the the point stands whether or not the store is sophisticated enough to have a, an efficient tracking system.
1: Well, but that's what I'm saying is, if Disney and Warner Brothers Discovery pulled their heads out of their asses and invested into comics for five minutes. They could figure this out.
3: Well, I guess it'd be um, Lunar and Diamond, right?
1: The what? Based on what Phil is talking about here, he is saying Marvel and DC, the leaders of the industry, have to step up and do some work to sell their books. So Marvel and DC would definitely work with Lunar and... Diamond and whoever else. But Marvel and DC need to lead the charge and they need to take the hit.
2: Not to be doom and gloom. I don't ever see that happening anymore. (laughs) No, absolutely not. It is like a fly flying around their boardroom. Uh, They're just like, oh, someone get rid of that, you know? Yeah.
0: I think you're right, but I think it's time that more people speak out about Marvel and DC. I understand that, that you know, the people who work at Marvel and DC on a day-to-day, their hands are essentially tied on, on a lot of things. But maybe if there is a groundswell of support for the idea that, hey, Marvel and DC, step up to the plate. Why are you not leading conversations? Why are the leaders of the industry not a factor in the conversation about making things better in the industry? Why is it that C.B. Cebulski has nothing to say on this topic at all? When Ultimate Invasion came up, I think it was Ultimate Invasion, or maybe it was God's, being so expensive, the first issue, and everyone took Marvel to task for that, he said, hey, we hear your concerns. We did this because we're giving you extra content. There's more. People don't want more. There's too much more. Yep, We're done with more. Yep, yep, yep. Amen. God damn.
2: That clap was so loud, your mic didn't even pick it up. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah.
3: There was so actually-
1: much hard in it; it would have broken your eardrums.
2: Uh,
3: do do you feel like um, investment in this store? Does that does that feel like? Because uh, I remember one of the things in my old LCS they used to do was um, he used to have his own. It was older. But he used to have his own Batman and uh, Superman, like cardboard cutout, because I guess they had done it at one point. And anytime there was like a new book, he'd put that outside, he'd help promote it with those cutouts. Like, does that look at investment as investment in promotional tools for uh, the individual stores? uh, I guess I'm I'm trying to also imagine how we can kind of figure out what what an investment looks like.
2: So he's, 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 he's saying the what they need to do but not how, and that's right. what you're wondering. Yeah, I mean marketing yeah. would be some of it. Uh, well, like the Green Lantern, Blackest Man. Night. Remember that, Sean and Kale? Like yeah. that got me to the shops because I was like, all right, I'm going to buy this Green Lantern book because if I buy that one, I get
0: this Blue Lantern ring with it. Yep. There, yep. there are a lot of ways. Do you guys want let's, to – let's talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Let's answer his que- – let's, let's figure out for Phil – What it is that Marvel and DC could materially do. I think the first suggestion is already there making a certain amount of the books after a minimum 60 cents because Marvel would have to take that hit. DC would Mm -hmm. have to take that hit. Mm -hmm. That's them saying, all right, guys, we'll eat this to give you an incentive to buy more if you can sell these books. Yeah. And that's teamwork. That hit for Marvel and DC is like getting
2: flicked on the arm. Like it's not really a hit. Um, Yeah. Relative. Yeah. I also think, think, oh, go ahead, go.
1: Okay. I also think um, this uh, online ordering system that Diamond's been trying to put together for 15 years. Nice. Like a little bit of push from uh, Disney and Warner Brothers, a little bit of help from Disney and Warner Brothers. Maybe Disney and Warner Brothers get together and uh, make it and say, hey, Diamond, we made this for you. Use it. We can revolutionize this industry together.
2: They haven't worked together
0: since Roger Rabbit, so I don't know if that's happening well, anytime soon.
1: <laughs> that's part of the problem, however.
2: Or at
0: least a push towards homogenization of systems. Yep. Of systems. Yeah, yep. uh, when,
3: when we were at the icb 2 conversation, that was a, a point that they'd raised. So right now, there are a disparate number of services being used. I think the guy said upwards of 30 across the country, like, like a, a, a different uh, store in the same city or state uses two different ones like you have to find a way to to get a, a cohesive uh ordering system
2: and sales system
3: so yeah i think that would immediately resolve a lot of issues
2: it was Kate pride from one of portland's comic stores i was talking about that too right i believe so yeah she's not real she's uh, uh that's, what I, that's what i thought too and then like that was a real name it was um, nuts
0: but she was really real yeah it, it, but like shoulder and everything
2: Somebody needs to make an a a distributor agnostic software that could mm-hmm. handle this, and like they need to be like, all right, well, I know this is not you know a uh, uh, proprietary, but it works, and if it works for every publisher, then it'd be so much easier. You can't have all these different distributor programs because they won't communicate with each other, and then you're not really making any headway in terms of coordinating your data uh, data sets correctly. Um, but it's tricky because it's like, all right, do I make something that can then help my competitor? I,
3: I, I wonder even if there's a, like, uh, they have set best standards and practices for retailers. Like you have your previews book, right? And that'll tell you what's coming out, but is there a, and maybe this, this is going to involve a bit more strategy on the Marvel and DC side, but, can they make small bibles for some of their characters like this is how you should position them within your stores like these are the stories we have planned out uh and and you can inform the retailer uh ahead of time so that they also have some foresight into oh i know that this event's coming up maybe it hasn't been announced yet like keep them more in the loop too because they are going to be the ones that can help hype up a customer to come back it's like oh you know after these next two issues something's coming up we can't say that, it yet because it hasn't been announced.
2: I think the issue there is you run into potential leaks. But if you look at uh, what Skybound did, uh, right with Transformers and Void Rivals, like that exactly. didn't leak until like the Monday before. But even then, they had known about it for a week at the, that point.
1: Well, but also they do that to a degree
3: at uh, at the re- the big retailer conferences, don't they? At the conferences, but, but um, that's unbelievable. Cool think... Same day. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be it's like, hey, we have these larger plans. It's coming out, you know, October, whatever. Cool, uh, but is there is there stuff that they can do week to week to help build that fervor for those
0: Wednesday warriors, or even for people coming in the door? Uh, I'm in Perez, is the is the is this a qual- a problem of quality or marketing? I think it's a problem of both. Um, I just do. Uh, and then. Uh, he follows up with, in all honesty, are retailers being protected too much? I feel like every time a new solution for distribution comes up, there is some backlash. Um, of course, there's going to be backlash. Of course, there's going to be backlash because in the United States, most people who buy their comics buy them from a retailer, right? They're floppies at the, at the very least. You know, graphic novels, maybe. You can make an argument for something else, but, um, you know, digital hasn't connected in a way that I'm sure a lot of people wish it had, uh, both people who have genuine interest in the success of comics and people who just want to see physicals die because they just hate it for some reason. Um, but the alienation of retailers is something that would spell death for comics, Uh, At least the industry as it is would have to collapse because where else are you going to get these books? If you're talking about going to get them from Amazon, well, are you buying floppies from Amazon? You know, uh, Barnes and Noble, where else can you get floppies? Do we go away from floppies? Okay, so if we do that, then what happens to all the Wednesday Warriors? Everybody agrees that change needs to happen in the industry. No one can agree on what it is. And no one is ready to pull the trigger on anything. They don't so want to test. It's a standstill. Everybody has their guns. Everybody's holstered up, right? Everybody's got their guns, but nobody's ready to pull them out because yep. once that happens, everything gets real. Yeah. Yo, Sean, try, you trying to go right now, bro? I I, I I'm strapped up, bro. Dude, uh, let's not whip it out. Let's uh, not. Uh, let's not play oh, that. Hell, game. hold on. Go ahead. Hey, wait, hold. Hey, hey. whoa. You want to draw? Yo, uh, yeah. Are yeah. we
3: about to? <laughs>
1: No, I want right, YouTube to. This okay, is also okay, an audio okay, podcast, uh, 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 by the way. On three.
3: On three, on three.
2: Wait, wait, wait. On, on three? On three? Do you guys actually have gone Or is it
1: one, two, three, go?
2: Is it one, two, three, go? I don't understand Western rules. Um. So Dan Dan mentioned this in the chat earlier on. Um, I can't find his comment, so whatever. Um. Sorry, Dan. But he mentioned, uh, are retailers not evolving as well? Like, do they need to learn how to market things correctly and, and adjust their shops and evolve? Because... Honestly, like the shops I've seen nearby that are successful um, capitalized on the Funko Pop thing when that was huge, you know. Um, And
1: are are still doing it.
2: Yeah, I think that's died down a little bit. Um, You know, Funko has been adding their pops to that giant floating island of garbage uh, quite recently. Um, And uh, or, or they've kind of adjusted to be almost like a community space. With, you know, trading card, con- uh, you know, nights or board game nights, uh, D&D nights. And I feel like those that have evolved into more community spaces are the ones that are doing successful. Or then it's Midtown, which is just a monster. Or you have, you know, Forbidden Planet in New York City, which is just in Union Square. So, like, they get plenty of foot traffic.
1: Well, but there, I mean, they struggle too. They do like... trouble,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. And again, this is about selling comics. This is about how to sell comic books. It's almost and like you the can't sell comic books. the fact that people books. have to yeah. diversify to that degree means there's a problem selling comic books. Yeah. And the solution to how to sell more comic books can't possibly be. It cannot possibly be to tell retailers and Wednesday warriors, go fuck yourself. If I didn't do this show and you told me that, I would say, okay, bye. I'll do yeah. something else. I'll go read something else. Mm. We'll get back into Warcraft. Yeah, I'll, 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 put, I'll invest my time and money into something else. I read comics because I enjoy, well, I enjoy the stories, but I enjoy the weekly ritual. I like it. It's my thing. I'm into it. It's built in. Yeah, and there are a lot of people that feel like me. And if that's not you, that's cool, but there's no way that that can just be the answer.
3: Uh, the, 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 the answer in that scenario being uh, floppies
0: go away. Floppies go away.
3: Retailer be damned. Yeah. Uh, It's interesting because I think it was last week. There was the announcement on the compact comics. Um, It looks like they're looking at different forms of. um, Well, they're looking at just different forms. And I think that's interesting, especially in light of this article, because if you're struggling to sell the individual floppies, Um, coming in with a a larger volume or more page count for your book. It's going to make it cheaper for the publisher, for the printer, because you're doing a bit more at volume. Um, I wonder if that is a way to not replace the... It'll be in addition to, but ultimately phase out the the floppies. If that's a, a projection, because there's an expectation that the market's going to decrease and shrink in the next year or two. And that's an expected decrease as well for, I guess, for uh, for other people. Because um, in, in that same conversation, the, the October Retailer Summit, there's an expectation that 2024, 2025, and potentially bleeding into the earlier part of 26, uh, we're going to see a decrease in sales and growth Uh, Because of that artificial bump from the from the pandemic, it's currently there's a correction at the moment happening, but that's expected from a business standpoint.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I think that it is it is a situation where, you know, we have to look at the reality. What if this is as good as it gets? Like, what if comic books are just not that popular right now? Like, what if they're just not that cool right now? What if it's not in? I mean, it is kind of an antiquated. I mean, like, print in general is having trouble. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of find it strange, to be honest, that everybody thinks that there is an answer like that there's a specific thing that will work that will all of a sudden make comics flourish. I have we've all seen the death of things. Blockbuster's not around. Mm. You can't I mean where are you going to get blockbuster anymore? That has gone the way of the dodo. Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Right. Uh there's a blockbuster you know,
2: board game. That's about it. But.
0: We we've I I've, I've lived through the 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 lean years of wrestling where it just wasn't that popular. And it's had its ebbs and flows. You know, that's how it works. Maybe comics are not as ever going to be as popular as they used to be. And everybody has to accept that this is what we get. I'm not saying that's a fact, but no one ever says that.
1: Mm. But I also think, even in that case, like the companies did this to themselves, you know, from that ddo interview you know it, it, they we and we always talk about it you know they narrowed the the scope of the the publishing yeah specifically so they could make a buck yep. no matter the cost nobody's thinking about the health of the industry and the industry is always dying well if the industry is always dying that probably means it's not very healthy
0: right well there there are too many things that are wrong with it like I, and and for and for too long so dan dan said brick and mortar stores have seen increased sales over the last several years but yeah but that's what marco was saying there's a it's an illusion because of covid people having expendable excessive cash and going into their past and childhoods and all of that that money is not in the in the industry anymore And and that curve that increase is also sharp it's uh,
3: like like the whatever you have your standard uh, however it's been growing but it was a sharp increase and now we're feeling the effect of it has to cor- it has to correct back down towards that um that
0: slope the original slope yeah all right let's move on to uh Brian Hibbs who is the owner of Comics Experience in San Francisco and also happens to be a co-founder of Comics Pro um brian is a person that i have quoted quite a few times uh on this podcast and he's very intelligent he responded to phil boyle's uh post which a lot of people did uh i'm gonna skip his he he he, he starts by saying i completely disagree with all the anti like diversity stuff that phil boyle said we get it we all disagree now i'll move on um <laughs> But the rest, I think Phil is pretty much right on the target. Periodical Saddle Stitch comics are on the verge of pricing themselves out of the market. There are far, far, far too many line expansions for particular IP that are causing readers to drop off even the parent book of the same IP. What does that mean? He is saying that there are so many Spider-Man books, for instance, that people are like, you know what? I don't even want to buy Spider-Man anymore. I'm done with Spider-Man. I'm He's done with that, man. It's yep. too many. That's yep. kind of what we're feeling with X-Men. Yeah. 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 Uh, there are far too many skews being offered per title in the form of variant covers, whose sole marketing is fear of missing out buying from consumers and retailers. This is a crazy story he tells here real fast. Seriously, when I sold the second store, I spent months working to educate the new shop runner about FOMO on variants. He immediately began ordering one out of 100s and so on and was left with massive amount of overstock. He closed within a year. That is how savvy you, you have to be extremely savvy. The retailer says, hey, here's this sweet peach Momoko one out of 50 cover. It's gonna sell, don't you want it? And you, a novice store owner, you buy in and now you're bankrupt within one year because you weren't smart enough because it's so hard. you have to be a mastermind to run a shop in this industry because of everything that you have to navigate uh there are there are too many new characters being introduced in Marvel and DC comics without sufficient workshopping. This is a function of a period. A few quarters ago, when all of the spec sites were pretty much all over new character alert. So marketing and development pumped up the volume, but that ship long sailed. New characters are great. Batman can't only fight the can only fight the Joker, but if your job was to read solicitation copies like retailers are, it sure feels like a lot are of trying to follow market trends on the balance, which never works for a very long time. See the entire history of comics publishing. How can anybody argue with that? What is the counter to that? We just said that Spider-Boy was only a marketing ploy. We just did that review and we said exactly that. And you and can feel it. You can you feel, feel it in the in the comic. You can feel it.
1: Like it's not it, it like it doesn't feel good. That's not to say the talent isn't behind the book or whatever, but it's not good. The the feeling isn't there. Like it's
3: yeah. do you think we'll it's, him, do, do you think it's um a, a larger factor of these creators not being able to ultimately own these IP that they make like or that they help proliferate and bolster like if if the creator is not attached to it right you're gonna put out a story that maybe works that is um, that is ultimately good but maybe doesn't have the investment from a creative standpoint. They've done the work, but I don't know that I'm in it to like ride or die for this character because it didn't feel like the writers and the artists were ride or die for the character.
1: I don't think people
3: get into this that way.
1: I think that so, you know, I think sometimes you can f- that's not to say that sometimes you can't feel that, but you can tell. And I think I think those cases are fewer. Than people say, you know, you get into writing Spider Man because you really fucking love Spider Man. You've based your entire life around writing Spider
3: Man. But, but what about a Spider Boy? Like, what if somebody was like, yo, I have a Spider Boy story and I'm going to sure. tell it and it's going to crush? Does that feel different? Would that not yes. feel different? Yes, and absolutely. Would that potentially affect said sales book? Yeah. If that passion is there, 1000% but I, I, what I was saying is it's, they're not incentivized or creators aren't incentivized to do so within the big two, because ultimately it's not their
0: character.
1: I see.
3: Yeah.
0: I think, I think I, I, I definitely agree. Like, I don't know what the deal is, but if Dan Slott created spider boy, right? Like Dan Slott and the artist, I'm sorry. I'm not sure which artist was behind spider boy. They should absolutely participate at a, at a, at a nice level in terms of what Spider-Boy makes money-wise. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Sure. But you know what? I don't even think Marvel cares for that to happen. It doesn't matter if the Spider-Boy comic is good. I, I'm not even sure. I think it was Hibbs who said that that the the, the variant cover scam means and the new number one uh, uh speculation means that what is sandwiched between the cover and the back doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah and you want to know something that's true in a lot of spaces right here right here on 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 youtube on a podcast if our if we could be the best podcast on the planet earth you could think that but if our thumbnail and title ain't good people aren't coming oh people are uh, never mind <laughs> <laughs> and you can charge a lot of money for a really good thumbnail and that is what Marvel and DC do. They charge really big money for really pretty pictures that people pay for because they think other people are going to pay for them. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Uh, last words from from Hibbs before we, you know, move forward. Um And yes, the fragmentation of comics distribution for Saddle Stitch Comics into three different systems has invariably sucked most of the profit margin out of the equation for retailers. While the generally underwhelming content coming from the best-selling titles is dropping the volume of comics retailers can sell. I see a lot of retailers talk about they're struggling really hard right now. Hell, we're struggling. And I think we're very nimble in our buying and thinking towards periodicals. We also sell way more graphic novels than periodicals. Uh, to which uh,
3: year-over-year periodicals have stayed flat um, just uh, across the market, but um, graphic novels have been up specifically because of a boost in manga because that's how they'll uh, uh, incorporate both of those things. I think it's like a 14% increase or something as Mm -hmm. opposed to 0% year-over-year for floppies.
0: Um, I I don't know, man. I I'm I'm with him. I'm with him. Um, the underwhelming content aspect. I just feel like Marvel. There's just it's something is lacking, and I say that as a diehard lifelong Marvel fan. Yep.
3: Um, we got a question from Comic Boom. Uh, yeah. Do you guys, uh, do you guys buy ratio variant covers regularly? Naomi, and, and even if I had the option, unless like I really like wanted a Peach Momoko cover, eh. I think I think I have once,
1: and it was the Cameron Stewart, uh, Archie cover. Oh, Boy, do I yes. regret that.
2: <laughs> I only did it once, and it was a Thor issue. It was a Marco Durjevic cover where Thor is listening to music on an iPod.
1: Mm. Oh, that's a great Thor. cover.
2: Uh, but other than that, like, the only time I've ever gotten those ratio ones is because mi- when I used to buy Midtown Comics, uh, they would deliver it to me in the mail. Um, they sent me the wrong package, and I got a whole bunch of variants once. And I reached out, and their customer support was crap, so I just kept it all.
3: Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> you, mean, you were going to call to be like, I don't want these variant covers, actually? I,
2: well, if, as a collector, I felt like, oh, this is this, these are ratio, and I feel like somebody is missing out that, you know, paid for this. Oh, I see. Uh, so. I felt bad, you know, Catholic guilt and all. Uh,
0: but I kept – I still <laughs> have them, so – I, I did it once and it was for a Jean Gray variant that I yeah. don't even yeah. E- right e- everyone has a price, especially with you and Jean yeah. Gray. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and oh, then and it, it. Let's not forget what you know your cousin Bean gets like. Oh, Bean.
0: Let's yeah. not even talk about These that, please, nuts, man. <laughs> please. Scrooge McDuckin over there. <laughs> so. Okay. Hibbs Hibbs response I think was a more, middle middle of the road uh perspective on this issue but as you can see here's another retailer that almost is lockstep with phil outside of the the radical comic skate type of uh of, of thinking um i i i think that there are a lot of things that the, that the industry from a publishing standpoint really really has to address and obviously retailers have things that they need to address i don't think that retailers are perfect i i i We had a conversation about the state of the comics industry three months ago, and we talked then about the fact that retailers have a major part to play because you go to Best Buy, right? And it doesn't matter what blue shirt person sells you Spider-Man 2. You go to buy Spider-Man 2, they're not going to do anything but try to sell you that. And maybe get you to buy a Best Buy gift card or a Best Buy credit card or some shit like that. That's it. That's all they're going to do. You go to a freaking comic book shop. You try to buy X-Men number 32. And all of a sudden you're hearing about Donald Trump and how black people are this and that. And you're just like, whoa, dude, I really just like Cyclops. Can I please leave? Can I please yeah. get out of here? Yeah,
3: <laughs> I really like Cyclops. And suddenly it's musty in here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the first comic shop I used to go to uh, near me, it, like literally smelled like cat piss in the store because there was a cat piss in everywhere. Um, so like I think, but if if they're Look the only room.
1: place that'll you know yeah not talk your ear off about fucking right wingers, then uh, it's not that bad a story.
0: <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> it's an improvement. Unreal. Um. So there was a there was a rebuttal published to the the Phil Boyle article that was uh, over on uh, over on Comics Beat. It's written by Brandon Schatz with. Uh, and Danica LeBlanc. Um, all of these articles, I think, are worth are worth your time. Um, I felt... I, I don't really want to read through this one. We've been talking for a long time. Um, but generally speaking, I feel like people who counter what Phil and Brian had to say, say things like, uh, oh, well, this is what happens when you build an industry this way. And... <laughs> $4.99 for comics? Well, creators have to get paid. Oh, okay. Oh, so they're,
3: they're, they're offering helpful uh commentary is what you're saying. Right.
1: right. I wish, I wish that $4.99 would go to the creators. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me.
2: Yeah, it, it those does. those increase uh, super chats are open. Those those increased costs are not going to creators. Instead, Marvel's hiring tons of Italian creators so they can pay less for, for artists
3: i
1: yeah. like good for the Italians,
2: I guess. But... Yeah, I mean because I think it's decent money where they are, but it's just a way. Euro's not doing that well.
0: And to to fairly represent to fairly represent the article, because I, I don't want to be too cavalier. Um, he does basically say, "Hey, retailers have made this problem too by participating in the variant covers program, um, you know, and and different things like that."
3: that that was a good point in that article where hey if you don't want to participate then you know what i the strongest way to voice that opinion is to not participate i thought that was a, a good perspective on it um i hate that perspective. It, well but but it still allows those stores who are bigger and have the capacity and if there is interest from a uh from one of your store members he makes the argument he's like i can only say no to a customer so many times like, at, at that point and maybe I have to dip into it because hey I know you you come in uh, not even once a week, twice a week because you're trying to pick up more books i'm gonna I'm gonna cater to that there's a there's a reality that I think he gets shackled to, but the having the option makes
2: sense like you're kind of forced to participate in it though, to make money. It's almost like the people that are like you know like well, you participate in capitalism. how can you you know decry it? Um because you gotta exist.
1: <laughs> well, but also like a good comic shop owner will encourage you to come back, will encourage you sure. to yeah, buy yeah. what books you want.
3: You know?
0: Yeah. Um I, I, I think it's I think it's tough putting that on on the retailers, you know. Um they have to keep their stores open. Um, and unfortunately. Because of the system, variant covers are a way to do that. And, you know, David Gabriel, who is the head of of marketing at Marvel, says, we'll stop pr- pumping variant covers out when you stop buying them. Again, everybody has their guns ready, but no one is ready to pull them out. Yep. David Gabriel saying, shoot first, stop buying them. And the retailers are saying, you shoot first, stop making them. And no one is going to draw. Yo, so we'll I, keep doing this. I, I, I'll
3: draw right now, bro. Yo, I'll, I'll draw right now. Watch me, dude. <laughs> Marco, it's,
0: it's I like how Spider Man's behind an you. Like, podcast. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's on my shoulder. He's Marco, like, you, yeah. need to get a, you need to get a venom for the other shoulder.
3: Oh, that's yeah, such a good idea.
0: Hey, by the way, we've got a lot of people watching right now. You guys are fabulous. Keep the chat going and let's get those likes up. We can definitely do 30 today because we have. So many people watching right now. 30 should be very easily achievable. Let's hit it. I love when you guys show up for these kind of deep dives. It shows me that you care about the industry. In but,
2: the draft uh, later on is another one of Sean's uh, being obtuse in the in Jay, the, the comic comics. It's going to
0: be fun. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. Yeah, we're going to have a good did. time. We're going to have a very good time with the draft today uh atomic hound what is up says uh my lcs is very selective on the ratio variants. he has to be sure he's going to get that money back before he jumps in and, and yeah guess what a lot of people who are buying these variants i would guess and i don't have numbers i'm not i'm not saying as a fact i would guess a lot of them maybe even most of them do not care about what is actually inside the book and so They will go to a retailer and have a relationship with that retailer and say, hey, I will buy any one of 100 that you ever get. You have a sure sale from me. And so now that retailer will go, well, shoot, if I can definitely sell him a one of 100 for 200 bucks, then I'll I'll make the investment because I got that sure sale. What happens the day that that guy can't sell those anymore because he ain't buying them to have them? He don't love comics. What happens when that guy can't sell them anymore? And that store owner still buys that one of 100, but that guy don't come through the door. Who are you selling to?
1: You got to make sure that guy's still coming through the door.
0: Yep. <laughs> and you got to encourage more guys to come through the door. To buy a one out of 100 variant, though. That's what I'm talking about. Well, yeah,
1: but I mean, you know, odds are, the more people you can get in the store the more people you can encourage to come in and spread the word and mm-hmm. you know you'll get yeah. another guy in there that's like, "Damn, I love these covers."
2: Sure. But then the the trick too is maybe go online. But then there's no minimum. What what is it called, Sean? The minimum price? Yeah, thing. Uh, I don't remember the exact. Minimum so then it's a whole price. different yeah. uh Wild yeah. West over there in terms of pricing that.
0: Yeah. It's it's a tough situation. I'm I okay, I'm on the side of the retailers. Not because they're perfect, but because I think that they bear the brunt of all of this. I think the weight yeah. of the industry is on them because there is no returnability. Yeah. Marvel and DC and Image and every other publisher benefit. Retailers have to hustle. Yep, they're they the don't, front line. Yeah, they are. They're literally the front line, and a lot of them aren't great. A lot of them aren't great. This is the system that we have, and I think. It's top down. The publishers have to do better, put out yeah. better books, help these retailers sell your comics for you, because that's what they're doing. Invest in the industry. Yeah, because that's how that? the industry
2: is gonna survive. And one thing I don't it's think like, we, t- we touched on either. is like just marketing. Like you'd be, the Marvels came out. Yeah. I did not see a any any trailer for Kelly Sudaconics run, Kelly Thompson's run, you know, outside of that. There's a new Captain mm-hmm. Marvel book that came out last Wednesday if they just put, like, a little stinger right before the opening credits, like, anyone can make that on Final Cut, you know? (laughs) There's literally no cost to make that.
0: Yeah. I I completely agree with you, dude. And I I wish you hadn't said that, not for any bad reason, but because it brings up something that I'm desperate to talk about, but we just do not have time. Do it. But briefly, Tom Brevoort addressed in his uh, free substack this week, that uh, the question of like house ads, house ads are mm. ads inside comics for things that the, that that publisher already produces. Right. Um, And we talked about that on this very show. And I said, I don't understand why there aren't ads for other things and not mm. just house ads. And mm. Tom Brevort said that there's, <laughs> he said, there's not probably not very much like, Positive that house ads do, but that it's the best place to advertise books because the people that will buy the books are reading the comic. Right. Yep. That's backwards to me. But we don't have time to get into that. Come on. I just don't. I just don't get that logic. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's get into it. Because it's like it's
1: like the you know this untapped audience that you're looking for. You're not advertising to them. Like, how are they going to know the thing exists if it's not there?
0: It's an echo chamber, is what it is, right? And if you're gonna, if you're gonna echo chamber, I guess go for it. But, or, or rather, excuse me, if you're not going to advertise to the masses, that's one thing. But shouldn't you put ads in the books that can help generate revenue through ad partnerships? I I, I don't understand why that wouldn't be a good idea. Well,
3: then was... I have to, I have to understand why, <laughs> damn, uh, I I have to understand why your DC book is driving my brand value, and if your book's not selling, why should I invest in your book?
2: So Marco doing okay. his best Shark Tank impression. <laughs> well,
3: because no, that that's and we've had DC and Marvel reps come to us and, yo, how am I gonna
0: advertise in your book if? Marco uh, I, I, had to put his big boy pants on. I'm so, yeah, this is one. <laughs> I'm very impressed by you. This is a legitimate. <laughs> he's right though. Yeah, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm into it. And, I'm and into that, it. That makes sense. Those paid in those pages, therefore it makes more
3: sense. I, if it's not going to get sold to, to me or another, whatever, then it makes sense to put the stuff that you have currently on, on docket. Cause that's going to fill the, the page rate right there. You're not going to get money back off of it, but you're going to use it.
0: Yo, know, <laughs> no, I, 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 I hear you. Um, I never considered that that the ads wouldn't actually benefit the the you know the product that's that yeah. paying for ads. I never considered that. That makes well, like, perfect it. sense.
2: I think of like There's... candy bars. There were there was um, a yeah. there was a candy bar ad thing for um the new DC initiative. Uh, whatever, what, what was it called Dawn of DC? Yeah. Um, where I was getting candy bars. I was in Philly. I was picking up candy bars like. Three months ago that had Joe Mullen on it, Green Lantern, that had uh, Jace Fox as Batman on it. But I don't think those ads are in the comic books. You know what I mean? Like the the inverse of that. So
1: so Snickers is doing more for DC audiences. The Snickers bar itself is doing more for DC audiences than Snickers can – than DC – can do for Snickers in their own books. But I'm Correct. saying,
2: if there are partnerships like this, have it be multi-layered, you know? Um, like, what if, I don't know, like, like there's probably going to be, I guess the more profitable thing is ad placement in movies, really. That's what these companies are probably looking for. You know, they want Blue Beetle to be drinking out of a Slurpee for 7-Eleven or something.
3: Well, uh, but, but then if you have a, the, the Blue Beetle Slurpee, uh, then at that point, if that's a partnership, no. then you make... The, then you can tie that into the uh or I would tie it into the comic, but you gotta give me a discount rate because we're also doing this other pub, this other uh thing. Sure. Like I'm I'm gonna negotiate that.
2: Yeah. Blue Beetle Slurpee though, sounds like that goes hard. <laughs> <laughs> I would take that chance. Yeah. <laughs> uh
3: Columbo, wait not Columbo, we're Columbo. Just had it. No, no, wait, I just had it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Q Lumbo. Uh, I disagree because I've seen time and time again that many weekly readers don't even know what books are launching, what events are happening, which, which I think makes sense to go into that uh, echo chamber is because, hey, you, you, I, know, I know you're picking up this book. Here's what's also coming out to, for you to keep in mind as an activated reader. I know that you're going to get this book. Uh, make sure you also pick up XYZ thing. I think that makes sense.
2: And even Jeffrey Groom, uh, who I was just going to say that, uh, that I I don't recognize, but thanks for joining us, uh, mentions he he is a reader. Um, I want comic book advertisements, and I never get any. Um, Those house ads, not in digital, by the way.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah. So then, what are you really doing there either?
1: Jeffrey also says, I literally never know what's going on unless I hear it here. I assume our podcast, uh, which is pretty damning, I got to say, or some other place I search it out. Sure. Like, why are we the marketing department for these multi-million dollar companies? Where's my check? I'm and, dying here.
3: And you know what? Frankly, uh, I've uh we've have commissology stuff, we've done part podcasts because that's more of an effective tool than the books themselves.
0: Um it's probably why I vendor think- is setting us up, you know. <laughs> I th- I think that uh, the problem that Columbo points out, Columbo, Q-Lumbo, sorry, uh, points out is one that the industry just hasn't found a way around because how do you reach comic book readers who don't go on Newsarama or... Because there are articles, there are constant articles about what's coming out. People just don't happen to go- to look there. You know, they just don't. Um... I mean, I'm,
2: I'm in Brez makes a good point in the chat. Join our Discord because Manny in the Discord is putting out all the news constantly.
0: That dude is. That's, that's where it. we get no. half of it. My my news source <laughs> is Jim Garcia. That man will do <laughs> nothing but post news in our Discord server, which you guys should join, by the way.
2: Sometimes I try to like outscoop some of our own listeners, <laughs> but I'm like, man, they put it in there first. Yeah. Damn it. You
3: can't you know,
0: it. It's already in. And it's like, oh, look at this. Screen. Oh, damn, they got yeah. it. Good stuff. Um, Amen. Perez says, is that untapped audience here with us? Thank you. I I love that (laughs) joke. And, 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 and I, I just, I just, I can't get enough of it because I really want to know these people. I want to know them. I want them marked. I need Cerebro, right? So that I can use it to find and discover this untapped audience. And so that I can speak to them and whisper in their ears, untapped audience, the time is now to buy some fucking comics. We need you.
2: And well, they respond and with, I got to pay rent. Sorry. <laughs>
0: it's
1: why wi- it's wild that the people with the power to do it blatantly say they can't do it.
3: Sean, that's such a, you know what awesome I mean? Campaign. Like campaign. Yeah. Like, like, like that's like Billy on the street kind of thing. It's like, uh, we've identified you as a potential comic reader. Take this book. Name a saying. comic, name a comic. Yeah. Yeah. Name a comic, <laughs> name a comic. So crazy. But like, but, but th- that's something simple that I, I don't think Marvel or DC are doing to, because it's not, tied directly to the book. And there's not a, oh, I know for sure I've gotten guaranteed sales. It, it, it's so focused on the bottom dollar that I don't think that they're realizing that by having that awareness of the brand, uh, of, of the fact that they're published over the course of uh, on a week to week basis, like, there's informational things that need to get done to, uh, to help bring people into the fold, because some people don't know that comics get published.
0: Yeah, absolutely all of all of these are huge problems by the way that it doesn't appear the big two have an interest in solving and and the reason why the big two are the ones that are getting put on uh the pedestal here is because they're the biggest it's it's weird when it comes to all this the the only thing i could keep that
2: they keep thinking about is like james gunn save us you know (laughs) do something he he has he has a plan at least whether or not dc actually actualizes on that plan who knows um, they're too busy right now getting rid of potentially great Wile E. Coyote movies, so whatever.
0: Thank you, Matt, for uh, for hanging out with us. Appreciate you, uh, Matt Sumo. Uh, great, great, great book, The Bardic Verses. You guys should check out. It's a lot of fun. We had we had him on him and Pete on the show um, uh, was a few back. weeks ago. He didn't say Phil. I, I, I... No, no, because <laughs> because Pete's cool now. Yeah. I now we've we've we know we've. You know, we put some FaceTime in. There we go. Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. See? Lumbo. They still make comics, quote, my, uh, my coworker a year ago. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know. I've said this many times. People in my life would rather call my phone and mm-hmm. ask me what's happening in X Yep. than read the books. And when I tell them what's happening, they're always like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Craziest thing. Can't believe it. Don't go read it. Your aunt's coworker situation. He actually nah, he no. He, he reads. Is, oh, okay. He is. He is. Very angry about Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> uh,
3: it all makes she sense
0: it, now. Should give him a segment. Aunt's coworker anti-cuck chair. <laughs> all right. Can I bring up Mark Miller's angle in this next? Absolutely. What else? Are,
2: what, are, what are we striking from the rest of the show, Sean? <laughs>
0: I know, right? Yeah. I have a plan. But can we get through it in five minutes? Can snappy, we do it? Snappy. All I right. doubt it. Do whatever. <laughs> All right. It's our show. We'll do whatever we want. Yeah. Here, here we go. Here we go. Mark Miller believes he has a strategy for how to solve the problem that the industry has. He says he has no skin in the game because he's doing his own thing, but he hates to see how people are struggling. So he has a plan. Uh he talked about how he made a thousand dollars a page plus royalties when he was working in Marvel 15 years ago, assuming on things like the ultimates and whatever else. Um, And today people are getting paid $90 a page. So that's obviously disgusting. Uh, he says that companies pay around 2% royalty for all sales over about 50,000 comics. And that's dumb because most big two books don't hit that threshold. So That means people aren't getting royalties. His suggestion is that they get rid of the 2% royalty and they introduce a 50-50 split with the creative team on sales over, say, 60,000. Quote, will send a bolt of electricity through the industry and bring the, bring the most commercial freelancers in the biz again. I'm not going to read the rest of what he said. Do you agree or disagree that that is something that the big two should do and that it would work if they did it? 50-50. I think it's sharp. But I think the idea is salient.
3: I think it doesn't
1: solve the marketing issue. I I think it I think he's right. It probably would reinvigorate creativity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if the same people are still buying the books,
0: it doesn't solve the problem. Fifty-fifty is a little much. I, uh, Mark Miller is is a wild man. Yeah. honestly, like, I, I think I'll, he just wants to be involved in the conversation. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, a... yeah. <laughs> absolutely. He's like, guys, I, <laughs> I still do me.
2: books. You yeah. reading big time? <laughs> you reading big time?
3: <laughs> <You're> <laughs> you notice me, Senpai. I just can't. I, 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 I like see.
1: that he's put a number to it though. Like,
3: mm-hmm. 50, you know, 50 you, is.
1: even if it's steep, even if it's even if it's unachievable, like he's put something out there.
3: And and he's given it a qualifier of sixty k. Like that's a huge order. Like I, I I don't know if Batman sells, depending on the issue, uh, that much
0: any monthly on a monthly basis. I think it does. I'm pretty sure it does.
2: Um, maybe I'm wrong. So that, does this then put yeah. the onus on marketing on the creators then?
0: No, I think what it does and what his theory is that it would um. Which, you know, the onus is already on the creators, unfortunately, for the marketing. But I think what it does is it incentivizes the creators to do their absolute best. Someone earlier said that creators are creatively motivated to do their best work, regardless of circumstances. And I don't think that's true. It's not because I think that creative people are just walking around holding back until they get the right amount of money. No, you want to tell the best story that you possibly can, right? Yeah. But we also happen to know that certain creators who left the big two did that in part because they weren't sharing in the profits of their effort. And that's true of the 2013-ish, 2014-ish exodus. And it's true of the 90s exodus that led to Image Comics. So let's not pretend... That these creators don't hold stuff in their back pocket. Don't, don't, don't assume so Marvel doesn't wish they had spawn, right? I'm sure Marvel would love it if 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 um if McFarlane would have made spawn for them, you know? But he didn't. He made it for himself. So if the creators are incentivized to do everything they can to make the, the stories as big as they can, maybe they go shoot. I could go to Image and do something over there, but I could take those ideas and put that into a Stellar, Stellar Scarlet Witch series that I had an idea for, and maybe that'll make sixty k. But maybe I can get some real buzz around this, and maybe my next book will push that sixty. Mm-hmm.
1: Or even you know if if the company still had their um their indie imprints, you know Icon and right, uh whatever the other one was
0: uh, Vertical, I guess. Go yeah, the
2: indie imprint yeah.
0: Just yeah, it's just agreed, that label. Now. to that. All right. I think we have to, well, we'll call it there. This is a huge conversation that is obviously never ending, but I I like when we get into this because first of all, you know, we, the four of us and the listeners care about this industry. And so these conversations are important to have. And I think it's important to be reminded of the state of comics and where we really are and what it's like on the ground level for the people who sell you your books you know, I think there's a lot of disdain for retailers, but I, I I genuinely feel like yes, some of that comes from bad personal experience, but I also think it's an, a a misunderstanding of the realities of selling comics. It's hard out here.
3: And and, and uh, I think also, uh, you know, that this isn't a. I don't think we're naysayers like for the the growth of the industry. I think there are harsh realities but it will continue to proliferate. It, it, and it needs those tweaks if we really want to maximize its potential. Yeah. And yeah. you said getting into it earlier, Sean. I mean, yo, if you're trying to get into it right now, bro, like you, you let me, you tell me,
0: I'm ready, dude. Dude, you don't want to pull out game with me, bro. Yo, I got the heat. Pull out, come out. Come pull, pull out, out. Yeah, pull, pull out game. what <laughs> Jeez. I shoot, man, and I no, ain't don't, shooting blanks. Don't,
2: don't say that with Matt in the chat. Jeez.
0: <laughs> oh, Whoa. hello, chat. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for that conversation. The, the audience participation is always really appreciated. You guys are, are tremendous. and You make this a lot of fun to do. We love comics. We love the industry. We're super passionate about it. I don't want to see it go away. I want to see it grow and flourish. When I say that there is no untapped audience, I don't take joy out of that fact or what I believe to be a fact. Um, I think that there are intelligent people in comics who, if they were willing to draw their guns and say, let's just put these down and talk and work on solutions together, we could really see change. Yeah, um, That's par- what it's going to do. do need a parlay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely.
3: Yo, Aaron, reason to check comment for me, bro.
0: ha <laughs> Marco, with that go away heat. Damn, change Pretty your uh, your lower third to X Pac. <laughs> 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 um, we are not done by any stretch of the imagination. We have a lot more show to do for you guys, and we love doing it. If you enjoy it, if you love it back. There are a lot of ways that you can support us. Patreon.com slash pals is the absolute best way to do that. Uh, it, uh, it it helps us out a lot. It's, you know, one of the major reasons why we're able to do this. Um, and we try to show you our appreciation for what you guys do for us uh, in a myriad of ways. We have a lot of exclusive stuff over there, a lot of exclusive material, uh, including a, a, an exclusive show called Palling Around. We have a newsletter that goes out. One from one of us uh, every single week. Uh, you get to vote in the uh, the book club poll. That's up now. We've got uh, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. We've got Empire and Empire Rising. And I am forgetting one. Lex Mentalo. There you go. Thank you. The one I'm most excited about, actually. So I think you'll really like it.
1: I think, I think you will find a lot of meat on that bone. I hope that's, it wins. Uh... I mean,
0: I'm not campaigning,
3: but... You can campaign. Should we campaign? I'm yeah. about to campaign.
1: Bro.
0: It's not my pick. It's Kale's pick. So I, I have no pick this month. I just want to read that book because it's Grant and uh, Frank Quitely, right? Yep. And I yep. love that creative team, so... So I don't need to campaign. Sean just did it for me. <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> um, But you also get a nickname, and a shout-out on this very show. So I would like to say a special shout-out to the best pals in the universe, Thunderstruck Rebecca Alejandro, The Hound of Justice Atomic Count, and Starcross Catherine Stars. And I also want to thank The Night Stalker, Harris Dijinsky, Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, Kefis the Incorruptible, Momentum Mike Elliott, Dan the Truth Trudeau, Joel Justice, Jalen the Sanguine Sorcerer, Marvelous Mike and Mackenzie, Marley Manistorm, Slow Flow Dameron, and amen almighty perez thank you all so much you're fantastic the other people that i want to say thank you to are our channel members become a vi pal today you can click the join button on this very video if you're watching us on youtube if you are not then you can go to our youtube channel and click the join button to uh take part in that we give you uh timed exclusive videos of which we have we have a few up there now., uh, we're putting one a week. we're putting out one a week. so um that list is growing. You should be able to see the videos that we have um on our channel if you want a, a sneak peek if you want to see what we're offering. um, and you get some sweet emojis in the chat and more to come. Uh, so you know if you want to support us on that level, that's great too. Watch this show live every single Saturday at 10 fifteen a.m. Eastern. Watch pals polls live every single Thursday at six pm. Eastern. Uh, Vote in the listener pick poll on our YouTube channel, the community tab, and join our Discord. Always a lot of fun stuff happening around our parts. We've got one listener comment to get to this week from Manny over on the Discord. Tyler, take it away.
2: So let's go to Wildcat for this question here. Uh, Manny said, what four books would you have as a compact comic?
1: Okay, I want to start preface this by... They're not doing this, and I'm not having this conversation again.
2: But they are doing it, though. They're, no, no they, they're
1: they not. Are. I'm confused. <laughs> this is not growing. They will not grow this. Don't make me come back.
2: The question is, what would you do? What four comics would you, Kale? This is just a simple question. new frontier. Okay. Jeff
1: Johns, Green Lantern. Okay. Animal Man.
2: Okay. All right. Breathe.
1: Flex Medalla.
2: Okay. All right. Feel better?
1: No, no, almost just, never. Just, just take your headphones <laughs> off. We'll, we'll 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 flag
2: you down when we're done. Um. Sandman, uh, Volume One. Uh, Sandman Volume Two. Um, Sandman Volume Three and Sandman Volume Four. Uh, wow. Uh, no, I think Sandman's perfect for this. Um, I would also throw in, uh, New Frontier. I agree with Kale on that. Um, I think I agree with Cal on Green Lantern as well. You know, the Hal Jordan, Jeff John stuff. Um, And then I would throw in something a little weird. I would actually throw in Gerard Way's Doom Patrol. There's, it's a little more modern. Um, The show is just finishing. I think the the finale just happened. And it is a friggin' hit of a show. It's a great show. And I, I don't think they capitalize on that in terms of the comics as well.
3: Um, I would Compact Comics, a number of Vertigo books. Uh, Sandman's top of the list on that one. Daytripper. Um, My Boy Swamp Thing, Volume 1, the Alan Moore books. Uh, I think Doom Patrol is, uh, Morrison's Doom Patrol is a really great introduction to just the
2: wackiness of that world. It is, but it also starts in the middle of some, like someone else's story in a way, so it's a little weird. But, yeah, Yeah.
3: I agree. And I think the last one would be, um, and I think they're doing this one, Cliff Chang's Wonder Woman. Right? Yeah, Yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah. Do I have to do a new one, or can I just support that one?
1: No,
0: do a new one. Ah, Support
3: it. All right. You know what, Kale? I will, huh? Um... Wait, they're
0: not doing Cliff Chang's book. Yeah, they are. They are? No, right, is I missed it? It? Cliff Chang. They're doing I mean, Wonder Woman Le- year one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I missed it. Um, Wonder Woman's been.
1: only got one, <laughs> and two decent.
0: Uh, I thought decent they were just doing runs, year one. So I don't see her. I don't see that on the list. Am I you insane? Know, is it just year one? It's just uh, year one. It's just Earth one that Earth I, one, uh, from yeah. what I see. Then, positive. You... It's on there. I'm gonna do that
3: one. Then I'm gonna do uh, Azarello and Cliff Changs. If it's not on the list, it's a good one. and if it is on the list, I'm gonna do. Uh, Aquaman, but I'm gonna do the Rick beach '90s stuff because I like that. Oh, the less oh, accessible I mean, it's not stuff. On there. Cool. Yes. <laughs> Kale, kill coming at me and be like, I gotta get another one. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dad. Yeah,
1: you should be.
0: I'm not gonna
3: apologize for that.
0: Uh, Injustice, Batman Year One. Batwoman by uh J. H. Williams III. Oh, and it's gonna sacrifice book. some art. Ugh. I know, I know, but I just feel like people need to get that book. Um so I don't even like this whole fucking con. I mean, I, I like yeah. I like it, it's fine, but yeah. like you know the p- p- problems I have. I can't wait to get uh there. and uh uh Batman and uh Batman and Robin. The from, Morrison. Uh, Batman, Morrison, Robin. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm
1: uh hound says he would put invasion in a compact book oh god come on
0: oh no <laughs> sean screaming great? like
2: that just made my cat jump and now i have claws in me so <laughs> thanks who said that
0: atomic atomica
2: <laughs> thank you for the scarring
0: <laughs>
3: matt what's your beef with rick Vage, bro he's good
0: He's Uh, not going to answer, so we should probably... Yeah, thank you for the question. (laughs) Thank you for the question, Manny. Uh, So, just before we get into the news, I, we, have a favor to ask the audience. We don't normally ask the audience for favors, uh, but this is a rare case. Most of us. This is a rare case where we need to do that. Uh, we have a survey that we put together. Um, and it's just a survey talking about you know, us and what you like, what you don't necessarily like about the show, just your feelings about us and things like that. And uh, it helps us out tremendously if you uh, if you fill it out. Um, and I can tell you that because the first survey that we did, I we took every single piece of advice pretty much. Massive Um, input from you guys Yeah Yeah. so if you Have thoughts and feelings about the show that you'd like To share please share them if you filled Out the first one from a few months Ago uh there are new Questions here so please you know help us out If you can um everybody Who does who does it is a superstar And I love you so you know Who doesn't want that Exactly I've been reaching for it for Years (laughs) well I do love you Uh what I also love is that The Hollywood strikes are over now Oh, yeah. Uh, the actor strike is over. Hooray! Genuinely, genuine hooray. Yeah, we could do a Marvels <laughs> review now. <laughs> yes, we will be doing a Marvels review. Thank you for saying that, Tyler. Uh, we will be doing a Marvels review, and if you were watching us live, we'll be up Sunday tomorrow. If you're watching us, at, you know, any other time, it's up.
2: And they didn't waste time too. As soon as the strike was over, Iman Vellani was like at screenings. Brie Larson was just in Times Square last night. What? Yeah, wait, really? The, the Marvel screening at Times Square, yeah. Oh, oh that's so cool. Screening.
0: That's so cool. Damn. Um, I mean, look, this is f- phenomenal. Of course, you know, we want the actor strike over so we can mm. have, you know, work resume and get these people paid the 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 fair wages that they deserve. Have them not be you know overtaken by AI. You know, curb the 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 movement of AI encroaching upon Hollywood and the dangerous effects of that so now AI is basically um AI and digital you know digital uh copying of yeah, yeah reproduction I guess um that stuff is all curbed and it seems like for for now they've they've managed to to stave that off um Marco unhappy with that if you start that debate, we're gonna have a problem
3: hmm? no, it's, just, it's just a shame, you know hmm. Is it?
0: Could we, okay. If we're starting
2: that debate, well, my it, foot's going through the screen. It's a shame <laughs> coming from uh an actual AI, uh, which is Marco. <laughs> he had a virus, we that's why he support. wasn't on Pal's polls last week.
0: We're in support. Yeah, it's okay. Marco is a train right away.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. I'm I'm coming your way soon, and uh, I I'd hate to make a pit stop.
3: <laughs> I'd love for you to make a pit stop.
1: Be right. making uh, a. <laughs> be <laughs> making an unscheduled stop
3: <laughs>
0: Pulling the, the emergency
3: uh, exit <laughs> give me give me like 2 hours notice by the way i'm, I'm
0: showing up uh jeffrey groom says the exclamation marks on the survey are killing me hey dude listen i got to make it exciting for you guys to answer these fucking questions <laughs> thank you so are much you, for uh, are you me just yelling me. at them though that's <laughs> <As> well um, <laughs> um I, that's not how i interpret exclamation points but um I look I, I i i'm, I'm just going to say this other than the fact that i'm happy right that the actors seemingly got a fair deal that they are happy with by all accounts everything i've read is it's a great deal i don't know mm-hmm. all the details of the deal i've seen very little of the details of the deal i don't have a lot more to say i'm happy it's great
1: my uh my understanding is the reason it was taking so long especially here recently uh especially in regards to ai is that the uh that disney's already filmed some stuff using that technology and they are the ones holding everything up, jerks. So I wonder. I'm. I'm. I'd be curious to know. You know, from from insiders or whatever, how that um. Uh, uh got resolved.
2: Do, do we have like I know when the uh the writer strike was over, we had pretty clear, like the agreement. Uh, did the the SAG-AFTRA put out theirs? I don't think so.
1: I don't. I don't even know if it's been voted on yet.
2: Like. You know, fair unanimously. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It might you know, I don't know
1: bit. if
0: we've seen the whole deal for everyone to vote on. Hmm. Okay, yeah, that's that's uh that's fair. Um I good for them. I love I love that now actors can actually talk about the projects because we forget, you know, these people are creative, passionate people. I'm sure that I'm mad that we did not get the Iman Vellani. Press tour for the Marvels, man. She's such a joy, and we we were totally robbed of that.
2: Yeah, the people who uh, were in Ahsoka were finally posting behind the scenes stuff, and like I didn't even think about that. They didn't even register to me that like all the behind the scenes stuff couldn't be posted. Like none of like Ahsoka's press ever really happened. Um, Weird. Yeah, it's, it's it was it was it was the the deluge of stuff that came out yesterday on social media it was like oh yeah we, we there was a lot of stuff that people couldn't do
3: yeah and you're right about like having had had she done those things i think that would have been great for like tiktok like all of that audience it would have been so much fun Cause she su- she loves this shit and you can feel mm-hmm. it dude
2: yeah and i think Look, some movies struggle yeah. because of that you know like like bottoms came out towards uh, the end of august which was a great movie um mm. but like none of those people could like Rachel at IO Edbury couldn't even really talk about it and they were passion projects at the time yeah
0: um which is a shame tops to follow for his part Bob Iger <clears throat> um yikes said about the end of the strike next is the need to strengthen the creative output of our film studio which generates value throughout the entire company to achieve this, we are focusing heavily on the core brands and franchises that fuel all of our businesses and reducing output overall to enable us to concentrate on fewer projects and improve quality while continuing our efforts around the creation of fresh and compelling original IP. I'm devoting considerably more of my time to this with the goal of improving returns, always seeking to exceed the level of creative excellence audiences have ex- audiences expect from Disney. Okay, that's wonderful. Uh, canned, thank you for canned, saying that. Canned. Yeah. Uh, Dude, for his back. part, Kevin Feige was asked about his Star Wars project and whether or not we'd uh, be seeing that, and he simply said no. So I think maybe uh, I think maybe the focus is back on Marvel, which yeah, is for the th- good. Thank God, honestly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. Um, and also as an aside, he was asked about the 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 rumors of bringing back the OG Avengers. And he said they have no plans. Um, oh, thank God! But there is a there is some sort of Black Widow, some sort of Scarlett Johansson project in the works, but we don't know what it is with Marvel. Yeah, that's what he said. That no, there's a DC. Uh, Interesting. but I don't know what that uh, necessarily means, right? But it, it
1: well, it means Carla Johansson's getting a payday,
0: is what it means. <laughs> <laughs> it means they it means they need to make good for that bullshit that happened yep. with well, the Tower of Terror and whatever else with Black Widow movie. Um, but yeah, congratulations to actors. Let's, you know, let's get things back work. to normal. Yep. You got your money. I'm happy for you. And everything else. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, Marvel has announced X-Men Forever. No, this is not a book about the totality of the history of the X Men. This is not a grand design or a life story type book. This is just another, you know, Kirkhoven era X book. Um, but this is actually one that I'm excited about. Uh, so this is going to follow up on Immortal X Men. Whenever that resolves, uh, this will be a, uh, a spinoff. Um, written by kieran gillen with art by luca maresca um which is going to deal with the quest for dominion uh the quiet council and their problems uh the escape from the white hot room which you know we we know now that that's where everybody's stuck in 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 the immortal series um and some phoenix stuff this cover is crazy it's gene gray lying on the ground and a pose that doesn't suggest death to me. Let's say that. Yeah, um, this is like when you turn the lights on, you know. <laughs> and the phoenix is is basically like you know, uh, 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 drawn in blood, if you will. the The, the phoenix, mm. you know, um, outline is in blood below her. It doesn't look like she bled that out, but you know, okay. Thank God. Um, yeah, but they're upside
1: down from each other, which I think is really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um. You know, as as opposed to Gene, you know, sort of being in the in the wings of the Phoenix or whatever, they're you know going opposite directions, which I
3: think is
2: very interesting.
3: The, she falls while the thing rises
2: from her death. That's what yeah. I'm getting. Or the in, in other Mark, way around. In Mark Brooks is, he likes symbolism in his covers, so Damn. Uh, it almost looks like a birth scene. If that's a little. You know, much, but oh, that well, is a little much, interesting but interesting I think you're right, <laughs> <laughs> a little eye on the nose, but yeah.
0: Well, it's worth pointing out that Jean Grey and the Phoenix are not aligned right now. Mm. Um,
2: yeah, she's in, she, the Phoenix is an Echo currently coming to Disney Plus in January.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm actually really into this. Like, we had a whole bunch of announcements, like Dead X Men and stuff, where I was like, eh. But this is, you know, Kieran Gillen, who's been doing, you know, what I think is great work um, with Immortal. And I want him to be one of the people who is spearheading the end. I want to read what he has to say as we as we close out this era. So and Luka Moresca is great. I'm into this.
3: Yeah. Uh, interesting. We'll see what happens with it. And uh, and especially coming out of have you kept up, Sean, with the the miniseries for Gene? Gene? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm to. sure that'll that'll tie into these things then. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Sorry, I don't know if you read this, Sean, but the description is haunted house of X. How can you kill a digital god? All
3: oh, right, yeah.
0: Nimrod? Nimrod, guess huh? I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um what do you do when the Phoenix is bleeding out into nothing? there's been questions that have haunted you Celebrate. since the end of Immortal X-Men. Finally, some answers. There's also been some questions that have haunted you since the start of Immortal X-Men. Finally, some answers too, but not the ones you're expecting. My only curiosity is, why can't we get those answers in Immortal X-Men?
3: Where? Oh, yeah, right? Why, why we launch it, huh?
0: Yeah, that's nuts. It's a four-issue mini, by the way. Worth pointing out. Uh, and it goes on sale March 20th. Okay. Cool. Uh... DC is teasing a trinity of evil in 2024. So you guys know those roadmap images that DC has put out over the last year, Hmm. year, I guess. Mm -hmm. I love those. Um, There are these roadmap images that they started to do after the dark crisis on infinite fucking Earths finished. Um, that was showing us the future, and it was it was parsed out. You could see bits and pieces, and then as months went on and we saw more things unfold in the comics, they showed us more of this roadmap. Uh, so now the roadmap is no longer teasing, notably the return of the Justice League, which it used to tease, it no longer shows that. Now it says, uh, next to Titan's Beast World, it says something evil is coming. Spooky. Okay, isn't me or does that teaser look very Brainiac-y? It, it is a direct uh, reference to Brainiac, you're yeah. right. Because we're getting the woman Brainiac in uh, action comics and Superman. It's a, It's Joshua Williamson telling a story that he's been building to with Brainiac for some time. So yeah, you're absolutely right um the the story arc in particular is called house of brainiac it's going to introduce the brainiac queen um you know look i'm not saying right that you cannot have this the brainiac queen right but we just had shush Joshua Williamson just debuted Shush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. We had Scandal Savage in her, not that she's a new character, but we had Scandal Savage in a recent issue of the, the, the Gotham War stuff. Uh, and now we've got Brainiac Queen. Batwoman who laughs. Yeah, what yeah. the hell?
1: You know, Dan says it in the chat. This is the sort of gender swapping nonsense that's got me buying more comics.
2: DC villains, just servant cunt.
0: That's all it is. Whoa. <laughs> Nice. It's just no like what is for real, right? Like let's just be really real. Saying okay, we're going to take Brainiac, right? A character that people enjoy. And we're going to say let's not do him. Let's do Brainiac Queen. There there's a for Brainiac weirdly
1: this makes sense. It gives it a hive mind, you know, beehive situation. I don't hate that. That's that that makes a degree of sense for me.
0: But shush. The Batwoman who laughs why? And they she, did this with Ultron by the way. Remember Marvel did this with Ultron? Wasn't there a I woman Ultron? Jocasta? In the uh not not Jocasta. I thought there was a I thought that there was a during Benes's run wasn't there a time where they encountered a, a female Ultron? Maybe I'm completely I misremembering I that. that. I don't I don't I don't discount it, but yeah. I might be yeah, I might be misremembering. But anyways, The point I'm trying to make is that this is a super common thing. I don't see this and go, wow, I gotta buy that. And it's also, it's not
2: like McFarlane's gonna make these action figures because they're women. Damn. Great point.
1: (laughs) The, um, but also like Trinity of Evil, like big fucking deal.
2: Who would the Trinity Uh, be? Would it be Brainiac, Lex, Joker? Is that... It's
0: Zoranar. This is just my thoughts. Zoranar, the Brainiac Queen, and I don't know who the fuck else.
3: Missed opportunity to use the Machine Queen from Swamp
2: Thing here. Good crossover no. potential.
0: I don't think so. I, yeah, any- I don't. I don't think anybody actually cares about that character. No. If you, you have them, your no. comics
2: pals bingo card. You can put a stamp on Marvel mentions <laughs> Swamp Thing right now. <laughs>
0: Apparently, the chat says that I'm correct about Ultron at some point being um, being a woman. So the form okay. Ultron took the Janet. form of Janet from the Good Place. Accent? Huh. MP says Trinity of Evil sounds like a marketing gimmick name, not an actual story. Ding, ding, ding! Winner, winner! <laughs> oh no, but we just talked about that. <laughs> that's what. That's exactly what the retailers are talking about. That's it's literally this. No, come
1: on, MP. Brainiac Queen Amanda Waller and Zeranar. No, oh,
3: come on.
0: That's well, mm. I, I, well, they're not teasing anybody else.
3: I don't well, know. I don't well, know. N- nobody else makes sense. Literally in the back of all of the of all these books, Amanda Waller's been there. You know, twiddling her fingers. Yes. Uh, wait, wait,
0: just you wait until I reveal my true plan. In
2: the finger pyramid of deep contemplation.
0: <laughs> well a part of the evil plan of amanda waller is launching a new suicide squad team it's
2: been we are getting like 10 the years
0: suicide <laughs> sorry
2: that's been sorry? the same plan for like 10 years yeah. like <laughs> she's amanda. got one plan come on no longer All right. just, she's been there since the dawn of suicide squad yep. so, <laughs> so
0: so that stupid that 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 group that consortium of evil dudes that she talks to right that appear on like screens yeah. they're like okay amanda waller you have the green light to kill every super powered person on earth and you have our resources to get whoever you need to get. And she goes, okay, it's time to put together the suicide squad dream team. I need Deadshot.
1: I need Captain Boomerang. I need Harley Quinn.
2: <laughs> I don't even ah. think it's like it's not like the 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 Bulls. I don't know what year the Bulls had the dream team or whatever. That's a, this is a sports
0: reference. 94. And 90, Ninety yeah. Something. The first one and then the second reign. But yeah. 90s, I think 90s. these
2: are literally get correct me if I'm wrong, Sean. But these are just characters that can access dreams. Like it's more literal than that.
0: So yeah, there's a specific character <laughs> who who informs the name of the book. It's a. Uh, Nia Nall, the dreamer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. From Supergirl. Uh,
2: yeah, she was her. a CW creation. It's a yeah, trans yeah, character yeah. Um, that actually oh, made yeah. her way into comics. Uh, has a Fortnite skin, which is saying something. Wow. Oh. Um, and has popularity, I guess, because they've been putting her in a lot of comics.
0: It's cool. Que <laughs> <laughs> Lumbo says, I got one more in me, Waller. <laughs> 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 Phenomenal, love it. Um, so this is by this is co-written by Nicole Maines and Steve Orlando, with art by Fico Osio, Luis Guerrero, and Rob Lee. Um, Nicole Maines
1: know. is the
0: the uh the act the actor yeah gener- generally that played um uh Dreamer in Supergirl, right? And and I believe that Nicole has done other DC yeah. work. So yep. yeah. Pretty cool. Um, not for me. This is not for me. Utterly uninterested. <laughs> I mean, You you telling me we're going back into
1: the dream world? Nah. Oh hey. my god, I didn't even think about that, dude. Fuck. That's I, not your that's not your uh, night terror.
0: That Bro. is my night terror. You're right. New Sean reaction <laughs> that just dropped.
1: They said, Oh, you didn't like night terror?
0: Let's try it one more time. The only PC dreams do- I want to yeah. have involve cheetah. Next, I'm done with this. Big Barda. Big uh, Oh yeah, cheetah <laughs> and Big Barda. You got it, Marco.
2: Brainiac Queen for me. I'm ready. And Brainiac Queen. tentacles. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a trinity of evil. <laughs> um Hell yeah. I, I don't like how they're trying to get Suicide Squad like like Dreamers a hero. Like uh, Suicide Squad always in my opinion should be Rapscallion you know, villains or anti-heroes. She's she's too good for this b- team, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like it's against what Suicide Squad is, and Suicide Squad now just feels like a brand rather than an actual team with an mo. Get Suicide Squad TM. Like, there. Sure. Uh, I don't know the next time we're gonna see a Suicide Squad member get their brains blown up. Like, that's what I want back.
0: Uh, yeah, like some actual uh, like stakes for the characters. Yeah, that'd be great. Unless they do it with this character, and they're going to get a lot of blowback for that. Yeah, that, yeah, it's a blowback. <laughs> you got that shit right. Um, okay. Now, uh, oh, I totally forgot. We were supposed to talk about something we didn't talk about. We'll talk about it now. Um, the Ultimate Green Goblin has been announced. Oh, we could have skipped that. You're right. We <laughs> definitely could have. That's the discussion. Um, Big fucking deal. <laughs> Wait, is it is it
3: Ultimate Green Goblin like the the buff dragon dude or whatever?
2: We're in a new Ultimate Universe. Have you not been reading those books with us, Marco? Come on.
3: <laughs> no, uh, I know, but green I, dragon dude,
2: Fing Fang Foom. No, no,
3: no, like no. in the in the you now you know, that's I, a Spider-Man book. I only know him from the game, but he throws fireballs and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. But right. this is not that ultimate universe anymore. Right, right, but yeah, right, right. for sure.
2: And this this looks like a, a new goblins from Spider Man Three.
0: <laughs> it does. And we know um, it's not Norman. So see, but we don't know that though. Those people are missing, not necessarily true, true, dead. Yeah. We well, we got
1: the hint that it's Black Panther, according to Sean. Anyway. Oh well, all right.
0: Yeah, I I, I bungled that one. Um, I. I don't care like I'll read the book you know I'm into the book I'm happy I'm excited I don't care who I don't, I don't like I don't even care to spe- no I do what the fuck am I talking about I, I had this thought earlier today I didn't write it down I know who this is I already figured it out well, I, and, I mean, I, and I can't believe that no one else oh, has figured this out It's I'm Paul. breaking this news right now it's, it's Paul, Paul. <laughs> this is the debut of ultimate <laughs> Paul this is where no. he's coming from yeah, you know what he told me it's perfect. Peter's an adult. Out. He's with Mary Jane. They have two kids. This is Paul. He's coming to take what's his. This is that infidelity arc I was talking about. You called it. Okay. Ultimate Paul.
3: Bro. He even got green on for Riz. Chill.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's
0: crazy. He's going to be throwing <laughs> lumpkin bombs. Where? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> multiversal cucking it's <laughs> yeah, the multiversal
2: dude. saga right now, so pretty nuts
0: uh uh Amin Perez, I agree um he said, I hope it's a mystery, I agree with that, yeah, I hope it's i nice.
2: kind of I kind of don't like how they announced this,
0: yeah me too uh, i think I would have rather have
2: just seen it in the book, like the spider man news was enough to get me to buy the book
3: yeah yeah they're leaning on the villain to make this thing, but you know frankly i it'd be cooler if this was a turn
0: page reveal oh. To be fair, this is the nature of comics whereby this this is just spoiled by the solicits, right? Sure. So
1: yeah, to be since past has taught us that Peter's partners are into goblins.
0: Yo, Damn. you're right. <laughs>
1: Damn.
0: <laughs> yep. That little bit of crazy in them, so to speak. I, I do care who it is. I just want to see it unfold. I don't I you know it's one of those things where I wish I hadn't seen this. You know, um, but we can't avoid that. Nor because of the nature of comics, nor the nature of what we do. So, yeah, uh, I don't care about this be- specifically because it's the Green Goblin. Uh you
1: were hoping they would done... avoid him. Uh, yeah. Why do we have the Green Goblin in a universe where Spider-Man doesn't exist
2: yet? And if it's not Norman, like I also don't care. Because th- that's every other goblin character, you know. I like Green Goblin because it's Norman Osborn.
1: Like, what if it was Shocker?
0: The,
2: the Shocker you would be a, better, a like, better character for wow. Paul to take over. Honestly, if if he catches. Well, hey, no, come no, on. No, because
0: Paul Paul's very successful. <laughs> Paul. Uh, well, Paul, Paul knows shock. how to do the Shocker. <laughs> that's <too>, so. <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> but but you know what I mean, like you know, giving a, a lower tier character a a, a level up. Sure. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't like this costume. I don't like...
0: Hmm. It's too plain. It's like generic, yeah. industrial. Oh, comedian. I love not I,
2: I love Chichetto, but I don't care much for Chichetto's ca- costume design, typically. Hmm. Um, like his Daredevil, great, but his costume design is very uh, realistic in a world that I don't think should be realistic.
0: Hmm. What if it's Uncle Ben? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not Uncle Ben. I think we can definitely say it's not Uncle Ben. Picture cool me one. coming on Pals polls in March and saying it's Uncle Ben when we get the reveal for who this really is. I would love that. What if it's <laughs> Sting?
1: Write, write that down and remember it for the bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, cool. <laughs> Jeffrey Groove. <laughs> Survey answer, less Paul, please.
0: <laughs> Damn, not a fan of Paul. All right. Well,
2: now we Sorry. know Jeffrey Groom is just a pseudonym for Peter Parker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I want to do something a little different because we've got more news, but, you know, we want to do a draft and stuff like that. So we're going to handle this a little differently than we normally would. We have two news stories, but we're only going to talk about one. And we are going to decide which one we're going to talk oh, about. Oh, no. Good, because I only grabbed slides for one of them. <laughs> All right.
2: I, I know which one I want to talk about. So we
0: have, on one hand, Dawn Runner, which is a new book from Rom V, Evan Cagle, Dave Stewart, and Aditya Bidikar. On the other hand, we have a new book from Tom King and Bilquis Evely called Helen of Windhorn. Chat. You guys, what do you want to talk about? No. Romby. Romby,
2: please. That's Easy. the one I have the slides for. So. I do not
1: care about uh, what Tom King's doing right now. Oh, I, no. I care that, more that about what Bilkis cool. Ever, Everly is doing. More than right. Tom King. Yeah, agreed.
0: I agree. I wanted to talk about Tom and Bilkis. Hey, sorry. I'm shocked.
1: You don't run the show. I'm actually You put orange. it in my hands. <laughs> I said, no, thank you,
3: sir. <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. This, this Daddy Kale arc this episode has been wild. Daddy Kale.
0: I don't um yeah, I'm not, yeah, sure I'm not comfortable that. with it. Kale, how's that feel? Oh, oh,
1: I'm very comfortable
0: with <laughs> it. Dude, don't don't impregnate our, our child, man. <laughs> what? That was the worst. Marco's the child. Marco's oh, the child. <laughs> whoa, and I'm whoa. saying, I'm saying stay away from Marco Wait, because you're... your sexual tension is too high. But you and, parents, the you and I are the parents. You well, and I. Are the parents. Oh, I've watched this. I wasn't. One. I wasn't yeah, I was made aware of this. Yeah. <laughs> That's
3: crazy. We got we got one vote for Dawn Runner. That's crazy. Hold That's on, all, on a second. Hey, we go.
0: Uh, no, no. Tom King. No, Dawn Doka Runner. Sevely. That's all I got slides for. All right. I guess we're talking Dawn Runner. And I think
2: that was the most awkward silence that the show has ever had, by the way. <laughs> you know what? It was pregnant. Yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we talked last week. About a new rom v book. This week we're talking about a new rom v book. Oh shit. Uh, this one's from Dark Horse and it's coming out in 2024, and it involves mechs. Oh, it's got a yeah. mech guardian thing going on. Um, do you have well you've got the cover at least. Um looks pretty cool. It this this guy announced alongside a fire
3: trailer. It was like 15 seconds, maybe. But it gave, um, uh, 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 oh my God, Evangelion. Just like, uh, tri- like, it looks like some tragedy shit with big robots. Give it to me. Hell yeah. The art, oh, so good. Loose and kind of just like tight lines, but flexible. Yo, this Same. other cover,
1: yeah, wow.
2: Damn, dude. I so think so this good. is the one by that guy who did low. Uh... Oh, Tichini? Evan Cagle. I think this is a Tachini cover. I think. Oh. There's oh. a lot of different artists doing covers for this book. So. Yo. Um, I think Rom teased this when we interviewed him. Um yeah. he, he talked about doing work with uh, the the artists who did the covers for Detective Comics for Evan Cagle. Uh, and he was saying, you know, he's doing some interiors that are crazy. I think Evan Cagle's also doing an issue of Detective coming up.
3: Mm.
1: But
2: I think this is what Rom was
0: talking about because.
1: I gotta get on Detective.
0: Yeah, Romvi Ram- actually teased The book that we talked about last week On the show as well Okay, yeah yeah, yeah um, seeds and in interviews Yeah This stuff's wild So uh, this is the solicit um, Oh wait Do we have the solicit? That's not right The article that I'm pulling from doesn't seem to have The proper solicit um, But anyway, it's a book about mechs There's a teaser that's pretty cool um I'm into it. I'm actually really intrigued by the idea of Rom V telling a story involving Gundams. Yeah, hell yeah.
3: Word. Yeah, that's basically what it is, yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Um this is cool.
3: Uh I think I found one.
0: Yeah, I've got
1: one. A century ago a portal opened over Central America and giant monsters known as Tetsa came through changing our world. Now the world puts all its efforts into making the Iron Kings, giant mechs that are forever battling the Tetza for humanity's continued survival in gladiatorial combat. Anita Marr is the greatest of the Iron King pilots, chosen to work with a secret new prototype named Dawn Runner, an Iron King that could change the tide in humanity's favor.
3: Scrumptious. Scrumptious. Just give it to me.
2: Yeah, this would I mean, do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hyped for this.
0: Fucking
3: anime, dude. Give it.
0: I'm I wouldn't here. be into it if it was an anime. Well, <laughs> luckily, it's comic. <laughs> exactly. And
3: I, I like that it's a Central America. It's an interesting twist for Kaiju. C.W. Gordon is on fucking fire. Pacific ROM.
1: Ooh.
2: Yo, Rom <laughs> v is putting out comics like Amanda Waller's putting out suicide squad teams. Like it's just one after the other after the other. But far better. Yeah, true.
0: Yeah, I love the fact that Rom v just he he's always finding a way to to switch it up, you know, do something a little different. Like, you know, Swamp Thing wasn't a typical Swamp thing, you know, like yeah. it had other elements and introduced a new main character um he's just really good at that finding new and unique angles to take and it just like you know he talked about this the
1: first time we talked to him years ago at this point but you know he talked about the different perspectives you know the different types of stories you can tell um from different cultures or whatever and that i think about that constantly and just the the stuff that he's putting out and he's doing different stuff all across the board. That's different. Not only different, but different on stuff that shouldn't be different. You know, on stuff right. that's easy. Like it's just
0: knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Super, super talented. We're lucky to have Ram in the industry um, for sure. And working on, well, for me at least working on big two books, bringing a little flavor to those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, March. Yeah, March. Um, We only have one thing left to do. And that, of course, is a draft because we smashed our likes goal. Thank you all so much for that. Um, This one I think is going to be fun. We are drafting the perfect team. Now, what does a perfect team mean? Well, It's a balanced team. It's a team with all the ingredients. So our responsibility individually is to draft a team that includes one and only one of the following types of characters. A tactician, a bruiser, a stealth character, a tech-based character, and an elemental-based character. Some characters obviously overlap. That's fine. And there will be discrepancies, I assume. But for the sake of this draft, tactician means strategist. And that could be the leader. So yeah. that's right. So those uh, are the those are the stakes. That was tactician, bruiser, stealth,
1: uh, technology, and elemental.
0: Yeah. Interesting, interesting. All right. And so you guys know the drill. I'm going to roll my handy dandy dice. Uh, and uh, whoever wins the die roll will go first. Um, I will start with. We'll start with Tyler. Nine. That is a nine for Tyler. Ooh, good,
2: good toss. Unless Kale. in German.
0: Ten for Kale. Ooh, sweet mama. Myself. Four. Marco. Nine. Oh, damn. Roll off between Tyler and Marco for second place. I will roll for Tyler first. (laughs) Five. Ready, ready, Sean? You ready? Ready? All right. Rolling for Marco. Five. Oh, my God. Roll off again. Roll ease. Roll ease. Rolling for Tyler. This is crazy. Five again. Get the fuck out. Ready, 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 ready. Marco. Five again. Yes! What the fuck? Let's
3: go!
1: Let's go!
0: This is just dumb. All right. Rolling for Tyler. Four. Rolling for Marco. Eight. All right. So it'll be Kale, Marco, Tyler, myself. That is the order.
2: Uh, and w- and okay. when we say who we're picking, um, we have to say what role we're, we're picking them for, correct?
0: Yes, and you don't have to pick the roles in any particular order. Okay.
2: Just, and okay. any comic book character across any company.
0: Big two. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Big two. Yeah, big okay. two.
1: Uh, okay. I'm going to come out the gate with my stealth character. <clears throat> I'm gonna pick the flash hmm. Hmm. I don't know I don't... speed as speed as stealth
3: it vibrate through walls
0: yeah but I, that's I not mean, his i
1: flash think it's doesn't... a i think it's a yeah. different angle uh but uh he is in uh, now. to me yeah. like you know if he doesn't want to be seen he's not seen well, uh,
3: heroes right
0: Sure, yeah, heroes. Damn, very right. well. Are I'm, we giving I'm Kale okay with that, Flash?
2: Because I don't think Flash exists in any other of these archetypes.
0: All right, Flash it is.
3: Uh, My first elemental. Sorry, my elemental. Uh, hmm. Damn, I guess the yeah, Aldi Swamp thing. Oh, right. I didn't even consider I'm that.
2: Glad. I'm glad Thank you... you- never disappoint um give me uh, I'm gonna take the 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 normie pick uh let me get Batman for stealth all right
0: I will choose storm for Elemental mm-hmm. um and I'll go with Captain America for my tactician damn So
2: I'll go, um, let me, uh, <laughs> four. This one's tough, Sean. This one's, yeah, this one's tricky. I'm trying <laughs> Good to, one. I'm thinking of a lot Thank of you. things at once here. I gotta, I gotta limit myself. Um, Bruiser. Let me just get Hulk for Bruiser. All right.
3: Are you right? Yeah. Yeah. Stealth. Batman, Terry McGinnis. Oh.
0: Sure thing. Uh, okay.
3: My
1: tactician will be Captain Cold. I like it. Valid. And my technology
3: is going to be Oracle. Oracle oh, Gordon. Oh. Nice. Nice. Good. My tech is going to be Cyborg.
2: Okay, oh, I'm gonna go okay. elemental. Uh and give me Thor.
0: Okay. Um Kale, you picked Captain Cold, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, was that your tactician. only pick? You went twice, right?
1: It was uh Captain Cold for Tactician and Oracle for Tech.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Um, so it's my turn again. Um for Bruiser, I'll go with Superman.
2: And you get to finish it off, right? Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah. Um, and then for my tech, oh, tech. Um, it's tough, man. Tech is tough. Uh, Iron Man.
2: Yeah, that's the tech one there. Um. So let me get my tech. Is going to be. Hank McCoy Beast. Ooh,
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, all right.
3: My tactician, uh, Wonder Woman. Okay. Okay. Uh, so
1: I, I have Bruiser and Elemental left. So for my Bruiser, I'm going to do Shazam. Mm, that's good. Uh, and then for my Elemental, Actually, specifically, I'm gonna do Mary Marvel, Shazam. Oh, okay. Uh, and then for my elemental, I'm gonna do Firestorm.
3: Nice.
2: Nice. Which one? Uh,
1: the one. <laughs> the, the the one. Yeah. Um. The, the the one with the elements.
3: My Bruiser. I was struggling for this one. I was about to pick Wildcat. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna do Juggernaut.
1: Okay. You know, Wildcat would have been a
3: tremendous choice. But I'm like, yo, he's gonna get squashed. Yeah, he's gonna get
2: demolished. <laughs> Especially in the Bruiser category. If like we're doing like yeah. a face off, you know, X Men '97 intro style or whatever, um, he'll
1: fucking he'll fucking uh, walk away though.
2: <laughs> really? Uh, so I have a tactician, Wildcat, left, and I have yeah. to go with my boy uh, for my tactician. It will be Scott Summers, Cyclops.
0: Yeah, there you go. Good. All right. Uh, does anyone still have to pick? Nope. We're done. I don't mine. Okay. Um, so I actually I actually was trying to type those all out so quick that I didn't catch my last one. Well, my one before last. I had Iron Man, but who did I pick before that? Superman as your bruiser?
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: I have Storm, Cap, Superman, Iron Man. I'm missing my fifth. Which which one is it? Which category? Uh Stealth. Oh, I never picked a stealth. No, you did Batman. Batman. No, I didn't I, didn't get I Batman. I picked Batman. I picked yeah, Batman. I never did a stealth. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you have to finish it off then. Yeah. Okay, stealth. Oh. Um. How the hell did that? Uh Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um cool. Everybody's then, got five? Yeah. Everyone should have five, right? So uh Kale got Flash for his stealth, Captain Cold for his tactician, Oracle for his tech, uh, Mary Marvel, Shazam for his uh, bruiser, and Elemental was Firestorm. Yeah. Uh, Marco got Swamp Thing for his elemental. Surprise, surprise. Batman Beyond for his stealth. Um, Cyborg for his tech. Tactician was Wonder Woman, and Bruiser was Juggernaut. Uh, Tyler got uh, Batman for his stealth, Hulk for his bruiser, bruiser Thor for his elemental, uh, Beast for his tech, and Cyclops for his tactician. Pretty interesting teams. Yeah, mine's
3: basic. My, <laughs> I, 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 I was trying to figure out like a, a tactician, uh, but I'm like, wait, but I, I want somebody who can fight too, and like Wonder Woman's
2: like, yo,
0: know, checks off two boxes.
2: She leads armies, so I think that's fair. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Love seeing the, the teams in the chat. Uh, Harris's team, as we get a, a a poll up, if you could, Marco. Harris's yeah. team is Deathstroke, Forge, Swamp Thing, Black Adam, and Martian Manhunter. That's interesting. columbo
1: has got Tactician is Cyclops, Bruiser is Orion, Stealth is Cascade, Tech is Mr. Fantastic, and Element is Geoforce. That's what I, that's what I mean when I say uh, mine's fucking basic.
0: Geoforce, what the hell? Hey, that's a good pick. I'm not all the way sure I know who that is. so uh, Terra's brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the Prince
1: right. of Markovia or whatever.
2: Markovia. Most recently, the guy that killed Ra's al Ghul in uh right before Lazarus' planet. It was the Shadow War.
0: Um yeah, that was a fun that was a fun draft. That was tough. The parameters were good though.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just um, missing like POV character, I think. And then it's like a, a literal team that they would make.
3: I, I didn't want to go with Swamp Thing first. Uh I wanted a different elemental, but it was the first thing. It was easy and gave me a chance to think through the other ones. I wanted um uh oh my god from the og x-men uh sun... ice man no 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 sun sunfire
0: Spot? sunfire
3: yeah yeah the japanese guy yeah yeah, yeah. i went at him first and i was like what's his name what's his name ass ah, one thing
0: not og x-men he's these well, these
1: are giant uh, size og uncanny x-men correct uh, exactly. that's what I meant. the 70s stuff
0: yeah okay fair enough uh, yeah. Get your votes in. If you are watching us live, if you're watching us later, let us know in the chat who you think won the draft. I feel like that was a fun one. And I, quite frankly, I think any of our teams could take it. So um mm-hmm. let us know who you think won the draft. This has been a, a really fun show, a big show, lots to talk about. Thank you guys so much for joining us and sticking with us. We will reveal the draft uh, winner at the end of my little spiel here. Um, but. Um, I do want to mention patreon.com slash Um, That is the best way to support your boys. If you enjoy what we do, if you want more of it, and you want to let us know that, that's the most direct way to do so. Um, and we appreciate everybody who does it. We try to give you a lot of bang for your buck. Um, we have a lot of cool stuff that's about to happen. And, um, you know, we appreciate everybody who's taking that journey with us. Uh, channel members, thank you all so much. You can become a, a Vi Pal today by heading on over to youtube.com/slash/theComicsPals under the uh, under the channel. You can click the Join tab. Uh, there are two tiers. One of them gives you access to our emojis. You know, are the pals heads? You can put them in in the chat if you watch live. But the other one is a more general thing, uh, which gives you access to timed exclusive videos. Where we're talking about all kinds of evergreen topics that we can't get to on the show. So lots of cool stuff happening over there. For the channel members. Uh watch this show live every Saturday at ten fifteen AM. Pals polls is at six PM Eastern on Thursdays. Lots of fun on that show where we review comics every single week. You can vote and influence what we're reading in the listener pick poll, which goes up every Friday. Uh it's up right now and it seems like it's been like kind of hotly contested. So uh that's been fun to watch. Hope mine's winning. Yours, yeah, in the pal's Pulse poll. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, which one's yours? <clears throat> which comic, yeah, in the Powell's um, Pulse poll?
3: The, the, the one that I'm trying to get the link for right now, so I can so yeah, it's Outsiders,
0: <laughs> Speed Force, Wesley Dodds, Sandman, and Greenland. Oh, which okay, one's man, yours. That's was, Sandman, the, okay. the one
1: Marco definitely picked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, currently, Outsiders number one is winning so. Fans of the Speed Force, I don't know where you guys are at, but nobody's showing out for that book. Because we have people talking about it, too, but right. where y'all at? Yeah, exactly. Um, Everything else at the Comics Pals, all over social. You know how to find us. Join our Discord server to stay up to date with what we're doing and have fun chats with us and our wonderful community. Uh, Marco, what is the result of the poll? Got you. Ending it now.
3: Drum roll! Ooh,
0: Sean with fifty percent. Wow. Dang! What? I can't believe I won again.
2: How many burners do you have on there, Sean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I I came in with fifty percent. Tyler got twenty five, and Marco and Kale tied for twelve percent. Wow! I thought I would have done better. Twinsies. I
1: I'm not. I'm. I think I sit right where I belong.
3: <laughs> I don't feel like I did very good on this one. Go, C.W. Gordon, fans of Speed Force, is doing good stuff, but it's not Flash number three this week, so don't pick it. Do
0: Sandman instead. Wow. Unreal. Let the listeners have a mind of their own, Marco. They can think for themselves. All right. That's not what YouTube is for, Sean. <laughs>
1: True. <laughs> That's definitely Plugs. why they come here. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Comics Pals. You can find me on Twitter, no, on Instagram. At Toto Into. That's T O T O I N D O W. You can find my work, though, at kaleward.com. That's C A L E W A O D.com. Don't forget, we've got a the Marvels review coming out tomorrow as well. Um, that we're recording right after this.
2: Expect a uh, scheduled post to, to show up. Um, Whenever it gets scheduled. Yeah, when it, well, I'm going to put it up as soon as we're not recording it. So. Uh,
3: you can follow me on all the socials at Mr. Marco Anomoto. Uh, and as a reminder, vote in the book club poll. Please, 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 because I want to see Empire win. That's that's to patrons. If you're a patron. Which, which so is what you, you were be. trying
2: to talk about earlier, and then you realized you were wrong, so you tried to improv it to pretend you were talking about pals polls. But uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you call out. Yes, and uh, uh, you can follow me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter, uh, and everywhere else. I'm everywhere. Um, talking about World of Warcraft. I got bit by the bug again. BlizzCon sold me. They sold me. Uh, I already pre-ordered the the next expansion. So dang, I've been playing all week. It's uh, it's fun. It's fun. Playing a my demon hunter. Burned. I never played one before. So
1: my man burned through Spider Man and said, "Let me pick up my previous addiction."
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it and it feels good because, like, my brain is off while I'm playing that game. Like, nice. I just understand my rotation as a Fury Warrior so well. Like, I don't need to – I can almost do it just by audio cue. Um, it's just – yeah. You ever, you ever think about just reading a book? I got eight, I got 80 HDs. It's hard for me to read books because I fall asleep. <laughs> this, this copy of uh, X-Men uh, – Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, X-Men, Planet X – has been on my desk for
0: months and I've read three Hell pages. Yeah. So, As for me, uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram only at Soapbox. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You're the best audience in the world, the best pals in the universe. We thank you. We love you. Until next time, take care, guys. See you next week.